Episode 69, on the way. And we're here. We're here. We are starting on the Father's Day. Cappy Downs on. He's got an edible. And the show is starting as we speak with Eric Maxis. Yo! 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 It's me! N-K-B. 420, I guess. I'm going to just stare away. And this is the Dot Man 211. And you are now listening to the most unapologetic wrestling podcast in all the hands of the internet and all the bowels of Wi-Fi. Hey, Damn. Turnbuggers. You dig? From Ustaz. Hola. Fuck you doing, Frank? Well... Besides getting scratches on my whip, and then the starter going out on my other, I'm still here. And I have a, I'm positive, I'm positive today, Asif, because we are celebrating a year, a year that we've been doing this pod, on top of that, for all the fathers out there in the world, including my Padre, happy Father's Day, happy Juneteenth. And it's also Hell in a Cell pay-per-view day or episode 69. Yeah, and we motherfucking getting a facial <laughs> <laughs> of excitement. <laughs> We're watching Hell in a Cell, what is it, 2017? 2017, I believe you're correct. I have no idea who he's battling. Me neither. First match is John Cena. Oh, well, we this know. is prime John Cena with the United States title. Absolutely. Prime Cena. Get Gilly, Gilly John, Gilly John, Gilly John. Gilly. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was your week, man? I just, I just told you, man. Shit, shits. I'm just glad I'm here today. Right. Glad I'm here today. I mean, and then it's vacation in another week, so I'm stoked about that. But uh, how was your week? It could have been a lot better. Yep. Yeah, a little personal shit, but it could have been a whole lot better. Um. Work, work-wise, I got paid a shit ton of money just to ride. I went to Morgantown, West Virginia. All I gotta say is, yams. How many of us pop them? Yams. Coming straight from Morgantown. Yams. Oh, how I love to beat you. Yams. I seen a whole lot of country dams, dams, dams. They from the mountains. <laughs> yeah, well, and dude, yeah, that sounds like a positive right there for sure. Well, I guess we'll get into this week's content with a. Quick... No, we not. What you drinking on? Oh, my bad. I went off schedule. What are you smoking on? Wait a minute, cause I see it wrapped. You got the pre-roll this week. I got a fatty most matty slatty. Uh it's half wedding cake, half gorilla cake something. Gorilla something. Okay. <clears throat> gotcha. And what I'm drinking on, thank you for asking me this week. Uh since I can't smoke it, I guess I can drink it. It's the extra pale ale. 420. <laughs> this is from Sweetwater uh, Brewing Company, bottle and condition for fresher taste. 
And uh, drink them if you got them. You can count on this go-to OG Pale Ale being fresh, flavorful, and well-balanced every time you know. If you know, look at this. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Independently brewed since uh, 97. I uh, don't see if they have any website or anything, but I guess look them up. Sweetwater Brewing Company if they do have one and you can find out further information. I'm going to have to see your lighter because I don't have my can opener because my can wife do this has my keys. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. And there you go. there's a... Oh, well. Well, so since this is uh, a whole year, I will play what I play for you for your birthday. Happy birthday, motherfucker. Get your big ass <laughs> piece of cake. Oh, is this one I burned up? No, it's not burned up. Motherfucker. Bitch, makes me something to fucking drink. Oh, is it? You're getting old now, motherfucker. This is our birthday. Tell them little motherfuckers that shit'll happen to them too. Happy birthday, motherfucker. May God's light shine down on you. But I hope now, motherfucker, you get some Slayer records too. <laughs> I don't want no Slayer records though. No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say Slayer records? Yeah. Oh, I, I like a couple of tracks from Slayer. Uh, I mean, I don't want no record, but I prefer uh, Metallica. Um, yeah, it's been a whole year since we started. It's actually, uh, the anniversary was on Monday. But, but he ain't tell me. Well, you should have known. You, you supposed to tell me. You supposed to keep up with it. Uh, We're in the same know. company, correct? Nah, but you already know somebody who knows some things and somebody don't. I don't know them things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we came a long way, man. We've oh, definitely yeah. grown throughout the whole year, man. And, like, there's definitely more time to grow. Like, I'm just surprised to see how far we've gotten where we're at right now damn okay. the year okay. went through fast two questions what's your favorite thing that uh, uh that happened this year as far as the podcast as far as the podcast when we became uh, a business when okay. we officially became a business and what's the one thing that sucked about this podcast uh as thing? far as this year fucking Del real bro this and he whooped that ass too yeah he did uh, this, just the schedule. If we can just get a better, better scheduling, but I guess that comes with time. Like the more that you guys, we thank each and every one of you for supporting us and the fans that we have grabbed through the la- uh, through the last year, and for the fans that we're gonna uh, get in the future. We can't do it without y'all. And look, the more fans that we get, the better uh, schedule that we can get to get mm-hmm. you that content a bit quicker. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody, and we definitely promise you that that merch is coming. Uh, we're definitely taking time out to make sure that it gets done right. Uh, we thought that we was going to get it out there, you know, a little bit earlier, but, you know, we want the best for our fans, so be patient. Be patient. All right, so now, uh, you want to talk about this week's content? No. Quick rundown of AEW. <laughs> we missed last week's because uh, it was TakeOver whatnot. And I just plumb out forgot about it. But you didn't really miss too much nothing. And the same pans for this week as well. Uh, Jake Hager defeated Warlow uh, in a submission cage fight. So, 
I was going to watch AEW, right? Mm-hmm. They put this match on, right? I'm like, okay, so obviously he's going to, you know, he's AEW. They respect the fact that uh, Hagar is a real MMA guy. Like, mm-hmm. he, it does nothing against Warlow that if he gets put out, you know what I'm saying, whatever, relatively fast. Not only does Warlow get offense, mm-hmm. Warlow makes him look like a bitch. So what... what what did WWE? I mean WWE. Oh my God, that's so bad. <laughs> you know it's bad when you're thinking they, you think you mistake it for WWE. Well, he's already what did AEW? <laughs> that that shit would. Dude, I didn't watch the rest. Of, I didn't. Watch, I went straight to highlights. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I watched that whole bullshit ass debacle. I didn't kill killed anything. I was like, you know, I got. I, I just bought me a PlayStation Five. Hmm. I'll play that. I haven't touched a video game this weekend. You, you see a little charger. You see? I'm gonna steal it. I'm about to get that. I'm about to get that black thing this weekend. What a controller? Yes, sir. So that's my controller right there. Sure. Okay. Thank you. That's why that's my brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But um, I agree with everything that you said. Like how how can you have a choreographed MMA fight to begin with? But you know who did it very well. It was uh, Matt Riddle in NXT versus Arturo oh. Royce. I mean, you want to say that, or you can say fucking um, Matt Riddle into uh, and Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher, in, or you can do the Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. That's how it's done. You don't necessarily have to make it an all official MMA fight. Guarantee is supposed to have a little bit of hints of MMA in it, but that's how you incorporate the whole wrestling thing and also MMA to make. Uh, supposedly both look decent you know if, 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 my thing is if you, if, what do you what's alright so we cut you off mm-hmm. what's, what's the plan for Jake Hager I have no idea because I have no idea if he's supposed to still be like you know a noticeable or uh, a realistic threat for I guess a future AEW title mm-hmm. or supposed to look realistic for actual MMA None of that got accomplished. No, he still just looks like muscle for Chris Jericho and cannot really branch out on its own, on his own. And even after the match, you seen that uh, Warlow was gonna show a little bit of respect to Jake Hager. Like y'all are in a blood feud, so how is Super there any sign feud. of respect? You were supposed to spit in his face or something. Like nigga, you put me to sleep on live television. My mama and everybody was watching. Kayfabe. I peed on myself. <laughs> Kayfabe. And and then and then looked around like what happened. No, real life. <laughs> I didn't know where I was at. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did. It killed it for me. I I, I, don't, I think I highlighted it, but I, yeah. it was late last night, so I think I kind of just fell asleep. Left, left a lot of fans sour, I must say. And then, like you look, like I said, we gave examples of how decent. Look, like, even go back to the Lions then match with uh, Steve with, Blackman with Steve and Blackman. Ken Shamrock. Yeah, you go back to that. So yeah, or, like, or the whole look. I mean, I can say that's one thing that a. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> WWE has has realized how to do well is the MMA style matches. Yes. almost all of them have been decent because I think Steve Blackman he went on another run where he was kind of doing like, you know, kind of just aiming to have matches that was geared towards his specialty. You know what I'm saying? And they pushed him off right. I mean, at one point Steve Blackman <clears throat> got realistic and real gen- a real real authentic pop. And they was trying to do something with him, and they just he ended up dropped the ball. Doing the electric slide with Scotty Too Hotty after it was all said and done. 
Yeah, not heard from ever since. I haven't seen uh, haven't seen or heard from Steve Blackman. I don't. I ain't heard no like no shit about him talking shit about the fucking like the business or I don't know anything. He just went quiet. off to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, been been relatively quiet throughout the last several decades. But I can say this thing about AEW, uh, they're they're fucking up a lot of their. Major attractions they try to do, <laughs> just just like the child that didn't have a babysitter stayed at home and they were asleep <laughs> when you came over there to do your duty, and you was about to get it in. <laughs> but guess what? Hey, fucked up the night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I want something drink. <laughs> There's a ghost in my closet. <laughs> You know I can't do this with Twan, homie. Yes, you can. Look, look, look. <laughs> He's just sitting over there in the corner. Look, just turn to your side. All right, look, I'm going to be up under the covers. Ain't nobody look. He ain't even looking at me. Look. He ain't even looking. Bro, I'm going to tell you like this. It's fucked up. I have I have, I have done that too many times. Yes, statue, <laughs> statue of limitations. Guilty. Guilty as charged. I have done that way too many times. It's, it's like, well, is she directly staring you in the eye? <laughs> If you were still in the crib, yeah, I might have fucked your mama out of you. If you were still in the crib, if you couldn't get out the playpen on your own, I might have fucked your mama. I would say about four, five years old, like just standing at the door. And I, like, I didn't stop. I was like, well, until you acknowledge, until you acknowledge her, uh, see, what, see, what, see what I got left. The worst thing is, <laughs> you don't know, you just don't know want to catch out of the eye. You just defiled a mama, and you know you have no, you have no desire to come back. Exactly. <laughs> now she comes over here and tries to have a, a conversation. Then now I'm, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah, bro, no. the worst shit is when they ain't got no, they ain't got no motherfucking uh, <laughs> kids ain't got no home training, and then they knew y'all was in there doing it. She and y'all and got done. She goes to the bathroom. They just bust yep. in. What are you doing? <laughs> Why well, smell like that in here? Y'all see here wrestling? <laughs> she had another guy over here wrestling the other day. <laughs> oh, was that? Yeah, and then then, yeah. <laughs> then, it, then it is what it is. And the bottom line, they continue to fuck up the nuts. Uh, Scorpio Scott and Ethan Page oh defeated God. Darby Allen in a handicap match. Why is why is it why? Who did that do? What did that do anything for? Just, Another match. Okay, okay. Who did who did that benefit? It showed, I guess, Dar- Darby Allen had had pride. I guess I don't know. It, and it was for what? Like. Those least, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not saying least, but I remember a lot of times, man, it, it would be like like the handicap Brock Lesnar went on mm-hmm. where he had to wrestle Kurt Angle mm-hmm. at the pay-per-view. He had to go through all of the world's greatest tag team and wrestle fucking Kurt Angle yep. for some type of advantage at WrestleMania, I want to say. Yep. So why we can't give, like, if we're going to do that, if we're going to try to, you know, build this person up, why won't we do that? Hey, case in point. All those gauntlet matches that Kofi went to, mm-hmm. maybe that one night of him doing it would have been they, they overkilled it. They, they overkilled yeah, the they, fuck out of it. Gauntlet. Yeah, it was like they had a they had a gauntlet before the pay per view, gauntlet after the pay per view, a gauntlet mm-hmm. after after the pay per view, and then you know just getting beat on by everybody. Yeah. Um. Who, who did that do anything for? It, 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 yeah, it, like it, 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 like we already know he's a tough summer bitch. Yeah. 
Like he didn't motherfucker got thrown down a flight of steps. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, shit. The he, fact that he even came back to work. Yeah, is is testament in itself. But it benefits nobody because it doesn't make it doesn't make uh what do they call the men of the year? Is that what they're gonna buy? Dumbest well, I heard men of the year. I'm like what? Okay. Ain't so ain't so are y'all gonna team up with Rusev? I mean Miro and be the best men of the, the year. The men's? The best men's of the, <laughs> the year. The men's of the year? Best men's of the year ever. <laughs> I, I don't know. It does nothing but nobody though, Bobby. Be best B M O Y T Y mm-hmm. E. That's what they are. B M Y O F Y T E. You heard it right here, folks. Best men of the year ever. You heard it right here. Uh, moving on, man. <laughs> men's is. Best men's is. Best men's is. Of the year's is. Orange Cassidy defeated Cesar Benoni. And I mean, the best thing about that is that Pixie's intro. Where is my mind? Yeah. Where is my dum, 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 dum. I mean that Where is my mind Yeah And that, that was another match shit. It was a match oh, me, yeah. a match Cause it was a match But it was entertaining to me Oh yeah you know Orange Cassidy is, is dope I, they, I, they still didn't have Like I, 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 feel, I feel like right now mm-hmm. AEW Pulled the Kenny Omega I'm taking every title shit too uh, too early or or too late. I mean, if you if anything, you should just went all the way ahead with fucking making uh, Kenny Omega this in the beginning of the promotion. Yes, yeah, a lot of those matches, but it, it's a thing with, and it's always going to happen. Even if you have some that say, "Oh, well, when are they going to get their cracks at the title? They they're EVPs, but they're never going to get a crack at the title. But when they do get it, you got this other half of the people that say, I mean, yeah, oh, they're, they're just doing this shit.' Please, nobody. Yeah, but. they're just doing this shit because they're the EV man. Whatever. Um, but like, uh, he could have made fucking um, Moxley his almost unbeatable. Uh, you know, seem scariest fucking uh, challenger, and mm-hmm. then have a homegrown. Yep. Take the title off of him. Mm-hmm. He keep, you know, keeps going through, and he he beats. You know, what I'm saying he never loses to Moxley, but and then a homegrown like a Orange Cassie wins the title, right? Or Jericho wins the title for the first time. You know, what I'm saying or a Pac, somebody, yeah, yeah, goes on, yeah. I um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, you, and also it was pandemic, so they had to do. But to me, like I always say, it's going to take some sort of storyline that's really going to lock us in. It's still a whole lot of just stuff that's, eh, we're just going to throw shit out there. I mean, let's keep it a band. Jericho's the best champion they've had. So I agree. I totally agree. All the way around. I was That man, like, they put on the right person when they first started the company to uh, gain more viewers. I fucked with it, and I totally agree. I, I feel like I'm, I'm mad that Jericho went face. I wish that they would have did more with uh, uh, fuck, the leader of Pinnacle. Uh, MJF? MJF yep. and Cody Rhodes. Yep. I think that feud should have kept pushing, because I think they were... Like that was one of the most times that I was really fucking with Cody Rhodes. Oh, how come the Pinnacle couldn't have been started then i know that ftr wasn't there yet but the foundation should have been there then you for, still had Sean spears you still had tully blanchard you still had wardlow right so it was so, like that that was 
something you couldn't put together. Like, y'all could have been a three-man tandem that was never in the tag team division. So, y'all have a million six-man matches. So, it could be MJF, Warlow, yep. Sean Spears versus whoever else. And, Co- and, you know, Cody had his factory or whatever. That could have worked right there until... Uh, until we went on a little bit longer, and then we see the inner circle of MJF get into it. But I feel like, you know, that story was rehashed. I was like, I'm just waiting for MJF to fuck over Jericho. Yeah. You knew it was going to happen. Just like you knew it was going to happen with with, Dust, uh, with Cody Rhodes. Yeah. You know, how many times can he continue to screw over people when you realize he's going to screw people over? Yeah. All right, if you care. Uh, well, what, are you, what did you think about Brock Anderson? Why is he wrestling? He ain't even... He's a real Anderson. I mean, he showed promise. He needs he needs work. That boy needs to eat. He need work. He need to eat. Boy, hungry out there. Arn ain't feed him shit since the fucking uh, Four Horsemen days. Well, you, you you sitting there eat that cup of noodle now. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this steak. I'm about to go live and eat right. Daddy, I want a piece of steak. Now you stayed at that cup of noodle. You ain't ready for this I'm yet. I'm about to give you some little little seasons. My little seasons was super trash. <laughs> back in the back in the day. You ain't ready for this yet. But yeah, Cody Rose and Brock Anderson defeated QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. I know 420 is definitely he doesn't give a flying fuck about QT Marshall. Whatever nope. he does. Nope. And Aaron Solo, this is this is you, man. This is you. Like, don't you ever say nothing crazy about you know. Uh, about your former uh, fiance and stuff. Like, I don't like how they pinned that in there mm. to define who you are. Shit should have stayed off of social media. But, yeah, now that we know that, but this is you. This is you, bud. Penelope Ford defeated Julia Hart. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, uh, Penelope Ford is just a pretty chick. That's it. I agree. And at the end of it, Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers defeated. And I know this pissed you off. Penta El Cero Miro, who took the pin... And Frankie Kazarian and Eddie Kingston in the main event. Of course, you get the story with the Young Bucks, they're going to cheat. That's been a weekly thing until yeah. somebody comes along and takes those titles off. Yeah. And that is your AEW. My question is, there's not a lot of fans, but I don't see them turn around and turn the camera to the crowd. That uh, shit must not be popping. Well, then the summertime's open up like, I'm pretty sure, even though they want to sit there and watch wrestling, so I want to be out here in these streets mm-hmm. as the summer picks up. But I'm pretty sure they'll fix that when they go on the road. A lot of people talk about them being in the red. They oh, AEW's doomed. Now they're going to get the sales that they need. Stop mm-hmm. trying to shut down these companies, motherfuckers. I hate that shit. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I just feel like at this point... WWE is one of the prime motherfucking examples. Like y'all keep talking all that shit, y'all keep watching it. Like, they, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want nothing to happen to WWE. I love WWE. WWE we grew WWE, up like this has been a part of my whole life, yeah. my whole life. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want anything to happen Why to this great we... sport of wrestling. Like I, yeah. I wanted to be one. I did backyard. I played the game. I've done actual training. I, Done every almost aspect of it on some scale in, in, in my life. It's been a part of my life and it will be a part of my life no matter what the, the, the promotion is. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I like the competition. And I fucking hate it when WCW folded. I it, absolutely hate it. It was cool at the time because we, we lived it. Like, you know, yeah. like that whole thing. But like, we quickly realized that they were not. Oh my God, the fucking Mad Max mask. Yep. 
Oh my god, this is when Bray was fucking like, like that was, that was that's fiend right there. Yeah, then all you hear about is nowadays is Bray Wyatt uh, backstage not doing anything because yeah. they're intentionally keeping them off of television. I know we stalled a little bit, but hey, guess what? It must be some bullshit. It must be Monday. Monday Night Trash. We'll definitely get to the major spots, if any, but we won't hold you all day because there are better things to talk about. Indeed. The show begins on Alexis Playground, and she's getting complaints about what Lily did last week. How about what Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon do weekly? Hmm? She said shit got out of hand and whatever, and that segment was awful. But how about this, though? <clears throat> I'm at the playground, and I'm looking for a picnic. I don't see no sandwich. It's a- <laughs> We're going to get this one through. I'm at the playground. And I'm looking for a picnic. I don't see no sandwich. It's a plate of chips and Lunchables at the table. I'm hungry at the table. Yeah, there was no sandwiches. Just to, You know what? Oscar Mayer has a lovely Lunchable out with the Triscuits in it. I usually go for the turkey and cheddar. I call it the grown-up Lunchable. It's pretty. Grunchable. Grunchable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, damn, I fucked up that jingle again. <laughs> That's right up. I'm writing up myself. Nia Jax tells Alexa. The table. Nia Jax uh, tells Alexa Bliss to cut the shit. Shayna Baszler will meet Alexa at Hell in a Cell pay per view. Nia says they used to be friends, and Alexa says like hell they were. Nia wants to smack some sense into her, so they'll get it on later in the ring. Whatever. Nikki Cross versus Charlotte. I really hate Cross's music. I hate that shit. Come on around and yeah, we're going to town. <laughs> this is how I go. <laughs> and we go come around and yeah, we go on around. Down, 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 20 minutes. <laughs> Don't. Trash. Yeah, uh, I missed that sanity thing. How come she couldn't keep that? I guess because CFO did that too. Man. Man, look, how about y'all don't pigeonhole yourself with one motherfucking producer? But man? if they if they own it, why the fuck can't they use it? Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, God damn, that's a strong ass jaw uh, line that Charlotte got now. Mm-hmm. God damn. And I couldn't give a $40 fuck about this match. Charlotte told Sarah uh, she that she's only there to wipe the L off her record. And who won, nigga? Of course, Rhea Ripley will be ringside. Charlotte tries to showboat and hits a fallaway slam on Cross in front of Rhea. She doesn't realize while staring down, Rhea, the count is still going, and she gets counted out because Cross made it back inside before the 10 count. Nikki Cross wins and celebrates with Charlotte, attacks her, and throws her ass back inside the ring. Rhea comes behind and hits a riptide on Charlotte, breaking up the beatdown. And I'm still wondering, how does this feud end up in hell of a cell? That shit's been kind of stale, man. It's been kind of stale. I'm going to give this a gram of uh, pocket lint. It's just, it's more lint than than, than weed. It's way more lint than than weed. Okay. I, I almost like this this that pocket lint when you smoke it you kinda you down and out like you might have some bad some some shit going on in your life like 
<laughs> like your like your girl of like four years and you find out she been not only is she cheating but she been going through your pockets like so you you wanna you done had a, a night out with the fellas you done you done cashed out you done spent a bunch of motherfucking money at the bar you done motherfucking motherfucker try to hit on everything you could and couldn't get nothing to work out you done I smoked wish I didn't trust her so much you mean you ain't had no motherfucking uh I wish I no, no more weed from so that much. from that night because you just smoked it all up, mm-hmm. and then you was motherfucking outside that night, and you was motherfucking hitting the blunt, and you was like, bro, was like, hey, bro, like, right, I'm gonna go home. I'm not gonna keep fucking with you. So you right. just put you just put the blunt in your pocket. Okay. But then when you went inside, you pulled your keys out mm-hmm. after you at the door, opened the door, half the blunt came out. So you ain't even realize because you know you're drunk, right. heartbroken. So you go inside, lay down. <laughs> You motherfucking, you wake up and you say, "Shit, man, that night was horrible." You still thinking about the bitch? You about to go call her? She was like, "Fuck, I ain't gonna call her." You still got a pack of blunts? You go roll the blunt up and you just looking at it while you trying to roll that motherfucking pocket lint up, and it's just all lint and everything and hurts two, and, 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 and a little bit of motherfucking weed in it. <laughs> but you, you know, you don't want to live either. You, you don't want to, you don't want to live anyway. Because because so everything everything you damn do reminds you of her. You Shit, even a motherfucking uh, uh, progressive insurance commercial will flow. Man, that was her favorite commercial. She used to laugh at that shit every time it came on. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him, man. I can't even listen. I can't even listen to Yo Gotti no more. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> How she fuck up Griselda for you? <laughs> she, I, don't even you want, I can't listen to Alchemist beats no more. <laughs> She, Only mad live from now on. <laughs> straight mad live, man. She said Amani Caesar was her favorite. Goddamn, I can't listen no more. I can't motherfucking watch Black Ink no more, God man. <laughs> take these, take these J's off while I'm at it. We had a dual pair together. He is hers. Can't do that no more. Oh, shit, man. I don't even really want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings no more, man. I can't even hit that spot up no more, man. Can't do that no more. Shit, I wanted to eat some Tostitos, but, man, I'm her chips. Can't do that no more. <laughs> I, don't even want, I don't even want to brush my teeth with Crest anymore, man. Got to go and even though I'm on cocaine, even though I'm po to do that, can't do that no more. <laughs> even though that crest got my teeth super white, I got to go to cocaine now. I'm going to cocaine. I turned to the charcoal toothpaste. Okay, it is different. Yeah, it's different, but what less of all of that chemical bullshit. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So that's, like, <laughs> so that's why you should yell us. <laughs> yell. <laughs> Shit is motherfucking yellow got it. Shit saying yellow. <laughs> you must be coming over here with yellow, no yellow teeth and that and that motherfucking tree soap. <laughs> no, I, I've seen yellow. I'm fucking with you. And these ain't. <laughs> oh man, bro, like. But them shits will look yellow if you put on like white stuff instead. Then you look like, well, goddamn, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> you automatically gonna brush teeth over and over and over again. The shit ain't changing. Man, let me take this fucking shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> My shit ain't never gonna get white again. He's looking around. Maybe, I mean, the bleach work for the clothes, right? Well, well I didn't gave up coffee. <laughs> I ain't giving up no coffee. Fuck it. I love that shit. Yeah, I don't. 
Got to be what it is. <laughs> see, you see how these things are very much more interesting than this Monday Night Trash. So oh, yeah. We can get through it. Hardy Bros? Well, Matt Riddle is wondering what type of reefer should he roll up? Sativa or Indica? And you better not answer that, Jeff, because Curtis is still keeping an eye on Riddle. God damn it. And actually, uh, Riddle wants some advice on Orton. And Jeff pretty much said, listen to him. Riddle rambles on and Jeff disappears because he has a match. And uh, the man beast, I think we call him Ryan Orton now, <laughs> shows up telling Riddle to be Riddle tonight. Don't be nobody else, nigga. Be yourselves. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Jeff Hardy versus John Morrison. I don't care. I don't care. How many times have we seen this match? Who won, nigga? And I could have done without the Miz for a couple of weeks. And screaming Cedric Alexander still has an issue with Jeff because he's out there as well. And Jeff tries to suplex Morrison off the apron but gets kicked instead. And he's tossed back to the inside and dropped on the ropes. Throat first. All of the throat meat. Starship pain for Morrison and he gets the win. I guess the theme for the summer is distractions. Ah, shit! I missed all of that. Oh my god. That cane, that cane shot was to the shoulder. It's Bray Wyatt versus Pre-Chief. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Ah, shit. But yeah, um, it looked like Morrison didn't even need no help beating Jeff with Cedric on the outside. And after the match, Cedric apologizes to Jeff for the lack of respect until he watched uh, the match from last week. He idolized Jeff until he taunted him while beating Cedric. He made him look bad in front of Bobby. And now he wants to beat uh, Jeff into a retirement home. Uh, Jeff says screaming Cedric can beat him right now. He'll retire. All right. And wow. Jeff Hardy versus Scream Cedric Alexander. You got to be kidding me. Cedric misses a swanton and a, uh, and a neuralizer. He actually uh, mocked him with his own swanton. And Jeff hits the twist of fate in a swanton bomb, and Jeff gets the win. Oh, God, I hope Bobby wasn't, wasn't watching. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, please. Bobby, 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 please. I was just trying to go out there and make you proud, Bobby. Bobby, please. I might have got it in over my head, Bobby. Bobby. I did it for you, though, Bobby. Bobby. Take it back, Bobby. Bobby, please. Look, this, I wouldn't be losing if I was in the hurt business again, Bobby. Bobby, please. Shouting ain't nowhere in sight, Bobby. Bobby. I beat him, Bobby. Please. I almost beat Jeff, Bobby. Please. Take me back, Bobby. Come on, Bobby. Bobby, please. <laughs> Bobby, please. Please, Bobby. Please. Bobby. Bobby, please. Bobby. Bobby. Homeboy. Homeboy. Bobby. Homeboy. 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 Uh, the Take Me Back Bobby t-shirts will be available. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby, please. Bobby, please, Bobby. Real soon. Bobby, please. Take me back, Bobby. Bobby, please. So how many Take Me Bobby, Take Bobby. Me Back Bobby pleases do you rate this match? <laughs> it's going to be a whole full shirt. Bobby, please. <laughs> please, Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. 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 Please. Please, Bobby. Like a Balenciaga jump. Yeah. Take Me Back Bobby. Bobby, please. Bobby, please. That's what we rate this match. Take Me Back Bobby. Uh man, no. Fuck no. What do you rate it? Uh no, there's no. Come on. Oh oh why are we wasting John Morrison? Why why well, that well that part, that part for sure. He's still he's still being played like right, like even he, though this is a time to build uh Morrison up. This, while this is the time injured. to completely build him up. Yep. Like this is the time where you build him like the if the plan should be you work Morrison into almost turning into a face that still kind of deals with motherfucking the Miz. Yep. And then when Miz comes back, it's like right when Morrison is about to go for a title. Yep. And um, 
or you know defending the title you know right, what I'm saying right. and then it's all of a sudden just turns on him because you know slowly but surely Morrison starts to separate from mm-hmm. the Miz. He don't want to do more than goofy stuff. He want to take himself, himself more seriously. This is also where you can introduce uh, Ooh, excuse me. Uh, uh, Frankie Monet. Okay. And you can all you know, you know all link Frankie Monet with the Miz, or you can link Frankie Monet with his you know with with her husband and make that work. You know what I'm saying? But either way, you can incorporate them together, and I'm pretty sure you know. Um, a couple one-offs by uh, Ooh. by Miz's wife would 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 work. You know what I'm saying? To, to further that story, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I don't, I'm pretty sure she doesn't have a problem with coming out there doing something, yep. or at least being in the backstage segment, or just you know. I was like, I, I just I know when Morrison what had COVID. Mm-hmm. I was just loving the fact when it was um, you know Miz and Maurice out there. Uh, I just like man. That's the package that I fell in love with. Like yeah. that whole Maurice with him is just perfect. Like, why did y'all not ever pull the trigger on them being world champion with that? Like, that was one of the best shit I've seen in a while, as far as true, um, true heel fate. I mean, heel manager and you know over the top heel combatant. So. Uh, if they're working towards that with Miz and Morrison, I'm with it. But y'all are taking the long way, and y'all didn't make this shit like good. Like, why did they have a tag? Did they have a tag team title ring? They I, did, didn't they? I, I want to say so when they first got together. Like, why did they not get another tag team title ring? Like, well, long long story short, they could have did everything that 420 said, but they'd rather give us this. And I, I honestly don't see them going that route. It don't. It makes it don't. It makes too much sense. Yeah, it, it, you know what I'm saying. It, it's really too good. It, it, it's really too good to be true. Like I mean, but like old WWE would have did it. This yeah. old WWE would have did it. Old WWE would have did it back in the day. Done it so well that we was like, oh yeah, we know we know what gimmick they're going for. It would have yeah. been great. Like, we still would have took the ride. Like, the whole Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho shit. Yep. We knew where that shit was leading. This is true. We knew exactly where that was leading. That whole program was fire mm. all the way through. This new WWE, though, doesn't know their ass from a hole in the wall. Uh, prime example? Uh, well, I don't know. You, you had fucking, it. You, you, what Finn Balor goes out with a fucking... Uh, a, a fucking shoulder injury, and y'all y'all making Kevin Owens the, one of the biggest acts in the, in the company. But how you do? What you do? You start making all these part timers not only come back, but take all the title opportunities. Like that needed to happen. Yeah, like you made Goldberg hated by everyone because of this. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't have did like he did back in the day. And, like get up to being a champion, like because it would have been cool. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I didn't mind. Like I didn't mind Hulk Hogan when he got that title ring, that that title run. I didn't like when, when Hulk but, when Hulk still rules. Yeah, when, when he can return to the company. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't want him to beat Triple H. Like it didn't make any sense for yeah, Triple H. It probably should have been a well, it was a fuck finish though. Undertaker cost Triple H the title. Yeah, yeah, just to easily get it from Hogan because he knew he could beat Hogan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, that that whole that whole shit was pretty cool, but because um, you know, at least he got you know got to have the title. But at how it was it was great 
because what made that whole shit tolerable is right after that, Triple H became one of the biggest heels in it again. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? That face run, that face title run would have been horrible. Yeah, yeah. His face run was fizzling after you know what I'm saying like he had the rematch with uh, with uh, Jericho yep which was and and, and and Stephanie which was cool cause like I just was love that the Hell in a Cell no it was not the Hell in a Cell this match was after that okay because it, but it was, went to Hell in a Cell it went to Hell in a Cell after he lost yeah. the title because it. I don't think it was Undertaker that cost the match it was Jericho that cost him the match they cost Triple H the match yeah no, I think it was Undertaker. I want to see it's got to be a combination of both. Because Undertaker, yeah, Undertaker, it might be a combination of both, but I know Undertaker did it intentionally to get it off of Triple H so I, he could take it off of Hogan. Yeah, uh, I, I want to say it was a combination of both. Like Jer- Jericho came out and um, maybe Austin might have ran off Undertaker because, you know, Austin lost to Undertaker to get that opportunity at Hogan. Was Austin? Well, it was Austin was versus Austin? it was Austin versus Undertaker, and uh, Ric Flair was the referee. Okay, and this was close to when Austin he quit. Won. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. uh, yeah, man, we 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 gonna get through this. Naomi versus Eva Marie. So we thought, so we thought Eva Eva Marie comes out, but she ain't alone. Piper Niven is along for the trip, and uh, Vince McMahon and his fellatio technician Bruce Pritchard. Have took another talent and just threw her out there to a lot of people. Now, I know that you had a difference of opinion mm-hmm. on this, but this is mine. Uh, the people that don't know how great Piper Niven is, uh, I even heard they're changing her name. I forget it, a flower cup, some shit like buttercup or some shit. I don't know. I'm going to stick with Piper Niven, though. And fuck you for feeding the announcer some shit about them not knowing who Niven is. Naomi gets the job of treatment as and gets demolished by Niven. Senton, I'm going to say basement crossbody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what? It is? All right, then a Michinoku driver and Piper Niven gets the win. Oops, correction. Eva Marie gets the win, according to her. Why are they Bertha Fane Niven though? And I bet uh, Vince McMahon and his scrotum scratcher Bruce Pritchard has something to do with that as well. So I give this match two grams for fire. I love everything about this. I love everything mm-hmm. about this gimmick. It would also be so dope if she, as Eva Marie is the as she, is bringing random. NXT talents up to WWE to do this for. If she's just motherfucking doing it with Piper Niven, I'm okay with it. Because uh, this brings so much angst to when she finally gets in the ring. So what I'm thinking is they're might going to try to save that for when we actually get fans. Just just a, a be a big fuck you, or every time she does gets in the ring, she, you know, what I'm saying they're gonna they're gonna stretch this out until that to that point, I think. But uh, um, I'm I'm just ready to see what else. What's the what's the next step out there? It's to me, it's way too early to judge. Um, you said that you brought an NXT talent out that was my fucking um. Doing what beforehand? Well, like I said, one, one, like I was saying before, I don't watch a lot of NXT UK, especially in this pandemic uh, era. 
And but I do but I do remember her from the May Young Classic and how Which was phenomenal she was. It was several years ago. Okay. But I remember how phenomenal she was. Now basing that off of what they've done with all the rest of the talent that they've brought up. I but that's not her. that's not my that's not my question. I I, I definitely waited. But what was Piper Niven doing? Before this, well, was she jobbing out? Was she getting beat every I'm week? I'm asking on? you. I'm asking. No, no, no. That, that's my that's the question. Know. No, I'm, that's the question. Obviously, you know if if, if I'm you no, say no, what no, was I'm Piper asking you, doing? I'm asking you, what was she doing? Well, I don't know. I just told you. I don't, you don't watch know. NXT. Right. right, 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 right. But you watch Raw, right? So she's doing way more than she was doing before. She ain't have a title run. She just been getting but squashed. She been getting beat every. Dude, she got beat every. Sounds like re- you're giving this show a chance, and you've I mean, seen look, them do nothing. You, you've seen them do but, nothing with the talent. But, so but what makes to my this question, different? But to my question, all this is irrelevant. She was doing nothing before, but losing. But what makes this different? What she, makes this? She thing? beat a former. She beat a former SmackDown champion on her first day. Okay, everybody goes over. And she's first time and she's out. and she's the and she's the biggest talking point on Raw this week. Everybody gets over that first time out. Okay, but so what was okay, but she weeks, wasn't doing. But she wasn't doing anything remarkable enough for you even to pay attention to. And the only thing you can tell me is that she she had a decent match at May Young. This is a step up than what she was doing. It I, don't matter if she does get the. I know how great. Match. I know. I know how great of a wrestler she is, though, okay, and what she but, can be. And but, I know how terrible they book on the main roster. Okay, but she won't doing nothing before. I'm pretty sure we'll have this discussion with okay, the next. I weeks. mean, it, it don't really matter. But at the end of the day, she wasn't doing anything before. Okay, like we were talking, we're talking about years ago. She wasn't, she wasn't prominent, prominent figure. They gave that title that that WWE United United Kingdom Women's Championship to Katie. No, no, they gave it to Mikeyo Sararakro. Whatever oh, her name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Mikeyo <laughs> Mazda Buick. Man, no, I don't they, know what her name is. Mikeyo Sararakro. Mako Sotomora. Sotomora. Mako Sotomora. May Ching. I don't know. I don't know. Mikeyo. I know it's Mikeyo. <laughs> like Saikyo. Saikyo phone. But, That's how but much Mike-yo. I pay attention to it. All I know is what I've seen and the, the, the resume of what this current WWE creative does to you know the talent that comes in. Like I said, I I guess I'll give it a few weeks, but I know what they're capable of when it comes to Vince and Bruce. That's all I'm saying. I don't think she goes over neither. If I'm proven wrong, then kudos to them. I'm, right not, now, saying that, I'm not saying she was. Uh, that she's going to go over. I didn't say. I'm not saying anything. But, I'm just saying she wasn't. But like we, we keep saying that it's the biggest, the biggest like. Thing, the horrible thing that happened, but she wasn't doing shit. It was not, but she like, was doing shit no, no, of nothing, of nothing, of anybody that's paying no attention to. But other you say, than people that maybe watch NXT UK, nobody else is watching NXT UK. I know what she's been doing, and she's been doing nothing but losing and being like a manager. So I mean, at least she's on the main stage getting 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 a push getting something it might work who knows they might do it i mean of course they're going to do the fat shit she's been she has to know that she's came into this business and came into that company knowing what how they treat guy uh, women who are not that particular fucking um style or, or size of female like we've, they already know we already know this we've had this conversation before though like in the past they was able god damn 
if they if they was able to uh, get over the women, no matter how they look, some time ago, all of a sudden, image is everything, and mm-hmm. and everybody isn't made the same on the WWE roster. I but just their remember talent. it was a lot of big women that were actually just like bigger women that were just all heels, but a lot of more heels. But it was some you, you had know? Bull McConnell, a fucking beast, fucking beast in them. Man, man, Bull McConnell was. Back in the day, I didn't really give a fuck about women, but I gave a fuck about Boone Akana. It booked like a fucking monster. Yes. She used to beat the shit out of them bitches. Yes. Beat the shit out. I used to love when WCW would bring out them as some like Asian, Chinese, mm-hmm. some fucking uh, somebody on the lower circuit that I didn't know at the time because, you know, this is before internet was even popping. So I, I was pissed that Alundra Blaze went over her yeah. so many times. Like, yeah. Boone Akana was... I mean, but they had to, you know, that was the thing. We got to have something that we can market for that division for people to care about. Also, an American, I guess, an American uh, aspect of it. America I mean, has to go over. Well, well, and plus, I mean, they didn't have anybody else to be booked to do that. Like, back mm-hmm. in the day, who else? I mean, all right, Alundra Blaze and who? They only had three. <laughs> they about had three or maybe four female competitors on the roster. Like, I don't yeah. even remember. You know what I'm saying? I, like, that's all you can remember is Alundra Blaze and Boo Nakano so when she had a double, the like, women's championship back then. For the back in the back in the day? Luna like, Sean. I think she was in the company then. Oh, but was she even there? At the she same was a manager. Time? I think she was just managing. I Bam, she was Bam, with Bam. Yeah. WWF, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So what, like, Ivory, Sable, Ivory, Jacqueline, Bull Nakano, Alundra Blaze, Luna Vachon. Then you you actually start getting to the the later years of the Attitude Era where you start getting your leaders, your Tory Wilsons, your China, China, you know what I'm saying? That's when you start actually getting more of a division on WWE and they tried. Did they they really even have a women's champion on WCW? Like, I don't even I don't, remember them having a women's champion. I don't think so. It was a lot of more of valets, and they were, they were trying to bite off of, I know in the later years of what WWE was trying to do, like, WWE had China. They tried to come out with Asia. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't remember if they even had a women's title after post-NWO stuff. Uh, yeah. I know Medusa, uh, Alundra Blaze, came on the show and dumped the title in the trash, and that was the end of that. That was nothing. Like, I think I remember she became a cruiserweight champion. Yeah, I mean she wrestled along with uh, Billy Kidman. Yeah, with uh, Molly Hot or Miss Madness at the time. And um, I don't remember them. Ha- I'm blanking. If they had a women's championship, I, I don't remember it. I don't remember anyone carrying around a title uh, as far as women goes. Yeah. Uh, man, we went far into this one, and uh, like I said, I, I mean, who gives a fuck is wrong, man? Like, yeah, you know I mean, uh, we, we, I mean it, oh, well, it, this is the only thing I can ever fuck about. Like, we can really speed through the rest of all this because it's this and MVP shit, and that's it. Like, I'd give a fuck about nothing else. So you don't give a fuck about the sexy muscle twins having an issue with the Cougar Foundation man, doing the same shit? Like, like just no. <laughs> No. So you don't give a fuck about the New Day versus the RK Bros? No. I do not. <laughs> For the umpteenth time, no. That uh, RKO was sweet by by Randy Orton, though. I um, mean, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, how many times can you flip or flop or do whatever to end up in the RKO? But wham! Yeah, that's what happened. And um, once again, I, I'm more intrigued with the MVP situation as well. And, yeah, uh, we can talk about that. But, the, you know. <laughs> 
I don't want to even waste waste my time with Rhea Ripley and Sarah. Chlo. Yeah. Um, she uh. I think Rhea Ripley should go back to promo school. I don't know what the fuck happened in NXT moving to WWE, but Dean Ambrose or Matt, uh, John Moxley may have uh, said what was right. He said, why the fuck do I have to say 5,000 extra words just to get my point across in the promo? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think Rhea Ripley is becoming victim of that because she sucks as, as far as promo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Asuka? Come on, man. <laughs> Again, like, and then, like, do I mean, do I want to do? Do I want to go on another rant of how they burying one of my favorite female wrestlers of all time? Rhea Ripley wins again with the uh, Riptide. But is it just a pump handle slam? I thought didn't didn't that shit used to look a little bit different back in the day? Yeah, I, I, would I think feel like so. I was like, how is this beating people right here? But um. Uh, Ray Ripley and uh, Charlotte getting to it after the match because Coach Charlotte had to come down and you know throw it to. Now that was pretty cool. Like that 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 brawl was pretty dope. No, it wasn't because it's you you waited a whole week. Now you're trying to convince me that this belongs into Hell in a Cell when I still. Well, this could have been several weeks ago. Now this was like y'all coming out, you bleeding every week. Yeah, and they be like, yo, we can't, you know. Maybe y'all even tried to run the match on Raw. Like maybe y'all did run the match in like. Uh, you know what uh, Charlotte did to uh, Ronda Rousey? Yep. She just got pissed the fuck off and started beating the shit out of her. Yeah. Maybe instead of that happening to fucking Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley does that to Charlotte. But because this is a go home show. They have to get you ready for the. Maybe you know what I'm saying. They could that could have been that could have happened like a couple weeks ago. Absolutely. And then you could have had these random just beatings. You know what I'm saying? Just going at each other. I mean, she. Cash in her Royal Rumble fucking championship. I mean, opportunity and beat you on the biggest stage. Now you get a re- you get your time to get that that get back. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, my my question was, I was more interested in why the fuck Charlotte was dressed like she was a member of Harlem Heat. I was thinking she was trying to go with motherfucking um, <laughs> the Thundercats out of motherfucking uniform, man. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. It looked Harlem Heatish to me. Meanwhile, in the in the VIP lounge, no rating for all that shit. Kevin Patrick asked why Drew McIntyre is taking on uh, ASAP AJ tonight, and MVP says he doesn't fucking know or care. And if McIntyre is dumb enough to take on a match against ASAP for the pay per view, that's on him. Lashley says he's gonna fucking ragdoll his ass, and Lashley's gonna publicly execute McIntyre and mount his head on the stick like William Wallace. Wallace. All right, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. This ain't even new. Remember WrestleMania 34? Remember that? Maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I still love this Alexa, but with Bray Wyatt, I, I like that. That yeah. worked. Yeah, this is not working without without Bray. Yeah, Alexa started off like Pitbull when Nia's size took over. Nia missed a leg drop. Alexa is on the top, uh, but guess what? She's distracted by Reggie, and it don't matter, though. Alexa hits a drop kick to the knee, and then hits DDT, twisted bliss from Alexa, and Reggie pulls Alexa off. Nia calls in a DQ. After the match, Alexa puts Reginald in a trance of some sort, and Nia snaps him out of it. We'll see what happens later on tonight. Vince, I heard, is very high on Reginald because he can flip. Flippy niggas. I mean, uh, see a punk, here I got Jim Lyon. I ain't no racist. I ain't fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't expect that. I was like, what is he, what is he doing? My nigga. <laughs> What's up, my nigga? Huh? What's up? Pretty good. 
<laughs> However, you got away with that is just. Anyway, MVP is with the new day. He acts like he don't know Xavier's name. And has Kofi thought about what they talked about last week? The reason why Kofi Mania went away to uh, is to his left, and the reason why he hasn't sniffed the world title since is because he's uh, been wasting his career in tag matches with someone who doesn't measure up. At least he loses in a single match, but he only has himself to blame. But tonight, Kofi didn't get pinned, and he's still a loser. Xavier attempts the he's got to get home to put some water in MVP's mama's dish joke, implying that MVP is a fucking hater, and MVP ignores it, and Kofi says unless he wants to pick up his teeth or walk around with a cane, cut the fucking shit. He reiterates that he does it for his friends and his brothers, and nothing will change that. MVP says he'll step, but wishes him luck on his match later on the night. But that's right, that's right. Them niggas don't even got a match tonight, do they? Well, they do not have a match tonight on the hell and he said. And what intrigues me about this shit right here is the what if. What if Kofi is the one that folds or what if this is a whole setup to bring Xavier into the Hurt Business? I can see either way. I'm just interested. To me, Xavier Woods in the Hurt Business is awesome. I agree. Uh, to me, that, that that that's awesome, but a heel Kofi, can he pull it? Well, do you think he pulled it when he was a heel in the New Day? I mean, are we still going to have that type of Kofi, or are we going to get a reinvented Kofi? If we now that's that's what I yeah that's because if I'm he saying, does turn I'm, heel, he has to drop all of this New Day and everything. Because the way that that the MVP is 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 saying that he needs to get rid of all of this shit to become uh, to be taken serious again. So we wanted it dropped by Biggie, but I think that. Kofi may be the one to say forget all of this New Day shit and really focus on his own. Well, with the help of MVP. Yeah, because I can't really... I don't, I don't know. I feel like my fucking Kofi... I mean, new, new Xavier Woods... I don't know. Either or. Like, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I, this has my attention, if anything, on yeah. Monday Night Trash. Alright, uh, well, this again. Elias versus Fuck Jackson Riker, and that about it. Yep. Yep. Drew McIntyre versus ASAP AJ, and who won, nigga? Now, MVP Lounge has moved to the top of the stage uh, for this match, and I'm pretty sure there's a reason why. ASAP AJ and Osmosis head to the ring, and Osmosis said, well, shit, I'm going to chill up here with the lounge with Lashley and them, and uh, they've got appetizers. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You ain't heard a lot from me since I came back when I was dealing with Jackson Rock and all that. I couldn't get put on here. Uh, Osmosis needs to come down here and get away from get, get away from them little uh, hors d'oeuvres or whatever you want to call them. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's enough, nigga. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold up, whoa, hold up. God whoa. damn it. CM Punk, your goddamn lie, and the races, it's like a drive fast. Hey, I was looking at one that night. Do look kind of pretty. Hope Whitney ain't listening. <laughs> I hope she ain't. Put him up before we get in trouble. What? <laughs> Too sweet. Yeah, um, during the match, McIntyre gave up scene gesture uh, to Lashley, which pissed him off. McIntyre goes for the Claymore on ASAP by Osmosis, pulls ASAP to the outside. Lashley is now on the apron, and now the War Raiders have made their way to the ring and then to the land of predictability, which is the main roster. This has just became a six-man tag. Huh. Drew McIntyre, the War Raiders versus ASAP AJ Osmosis, and the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley. And who won? The whole segment of the show took up the last hour. And it looks like Hanson hasn't lost a step after that scary injury last summer, and I'm happy for that. I'm, I'm definitely happy for that. McIntyre and Osmosis tag in. Osmosis grabs, uh, grabs, uh, Who's that? McIntyre by the throat, but he fights out. Overhead belly to belly to ASAP. Osmosis takes out the War Raiders on the outside. ASAP tags in Lashley, but I think he was trying to tag in Osmosis. 
Wham! McIntyre pins Lashley and gets the win with a Claymore. He pinned the champion and what the fuck ever. Whatever. Everybody pins champions. Oh, uh, okay. Roach clip? None. Last shot? It's over. Bye-bye. Uh, see y'all in a minute. You always Hold on, I mean, that shit getting crazy back here. Shit getting crazy. Shit getting crazy. You over here messing up. Look, look. It's the go. It's the go, Go, the show of WWE and the hippest trip in all WWE as well. Your host, Dotman Cornelius. Hello, gang. Welcome to another episode of the hippest trip in all of WWE. We've got a we got a live crowd, and not to mention a hot hot show this week. Our first guest is William Regal. Who comes out and he may have a special guest of his own. So join us. Come along, gang, for the ride on the gold brand. Shiny 24K. Got special effects. I love it. Oh, shit. Yeah, Dot Man Cornelius. Uh, thank you, sir, for that. Uh, Fuck that piped-in crowd shit. That's lame as shit, Triple H. And William Regal comes out to the Triple And he gets some shit to get... He's got some shit to get off his chest. He's been with NXT since day one. And he's a bit oh, choked up. He's seen... Y'all about, about killed my boy. Y'all about killed my boy. My guy. My guy. Y'all about killed my guy. He's seen the brand grow as well as the talent that came through there. And they've traveled the world. And they keep that shit together. And stop that crying shit. We... <laughs> You better keep it together. No, wait, you ain't even. Oh. I love NXT. Damn. I've been here seven weeks. You been hanging around with Sasha? Did you go to the music park with her too? I went to the music park and she had a wig on and she pulled them tracks out and they were everywhere and people was like, "Is you Sasha? Man, you ball? Why is you out here with William Regal of all people?" Well, when you got on a roller coaster with her, what did you say? I said, hey, girl, you gonna put that wig back on, but not. Oh, let's get on this bitch. And we got on that bitch, and we put the motherfucking strap on, and we put the bar down. And he said, you good? He said, this how it gonna go? Go up and down, up and down. And I said, what? I can barely hear it. And all of a sudden, I said, you. And I went, wee. We got a little bit of advice for you, Regal. Stay away from Sasha. Goddamn right, man. But we, we love you, Sasha. Out, don't be going to some motherfucking spring break to motherfucking Six Flags with her and shit, having fun. <laughs> over there getting your face and your motherfucking head drawn on that picture all looking crazy and character yep. character track char yeah all big and stuff and okay. you go and you making them faces and he was like why yeah. you why you why you make my face like that he was like I ain't like the way my face like oh, that you no. said what you do you said yeah crying side governor not crying regal governor Wee, governor. Wee, governor. <laughs> He's seen the brand grow as well as the Wee, talent governor. has came through there. Wee. They've traveled the world. And keep, oh, well, I've already read the part. Regal is extremely passionate Wee. about the brand and its fans, and it looks like he may be hanging his shit up. He's giving governor. them 
everything he could, but it's a lot of chaos nowadays. <laughs> Yo, Kobe, Kobe said you gotta get that receipt. Oh man. yeah, he put, you all gotta put, get that he put his whole leg into the head you of Devon. Gotta Devon's. get that receipt. Yeah, he gave it to me. I'm gonna give it back. Oh, you remember that leg drop? Oh, you put that on Kobe without notice, Nicklet. Yeah, everything is chaos nowadays. He doesn't think he can give the fans what they want anymore. Karrion Cross and Scarlet interrupts the GM. Kmart Cross. Kmart Cross. Goddamn. Cross says he and Scarlet knew this day would come, and it looks like Cross is definitely healed now. That tweener shit is gone, in my opinion. They just didn't win. They had to come out here. Uh, well, Cross said he knew they would come, and they just didn't know when that they would come. And they had to come out and witness this. And, nigga, are you crying? Cross calls Regal pathetic. And Cross told him he lost control of the talent. And when he pounced through the Mount Rushmore of NXT, he knew he could control the brand with chaos. He wants Regal to say Cross was right, and he ain't got all day, nigga. Well, look at here. Look at here. Because Samoa Joe. Uh, 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 is in the uh, CWC so the rumors are true uh, and I definitely don't uh, have a problem with this at all some motherfuckers were saying oh well, look y'all thought he was gonna go to AEW and he went to NXT okay cool okay I'm all for it alright well, what's the big deal um he said Regal wanted to speak to him, uh, with him, who uh, said that was meant for later. But since he's out here, Regal offers Joe the general manager position. And Joe says the answer is absolutely not. Joe knows Regal's drained, but he's seen for seven years. Him make it into the national phenomenon. We're talking about NXT. Joe cannot accept it, but he respects Regal, and he will be more than happy to be the law and order around that bitch. Regal says that that's an interesting idea, but there are some conditions. Joe can't compete, and he can't lay a hand on anyone unless provoked. Joe accepts his offer and asks Cross, what the fuck you still doing here? <laughs> TikTok, little nigga. And Cross leaves the ring. <laughs> these, <laughs> these first 14 minutes were already better than the whole three hours of Monday Night Trash was. And he's sunned the hell out of carrying Cross. Mm -hmm. He's like, all right, I'm going to walk away. I don't know how cool I'm going to look. Like, you talking to me like that, but I know what you do. Look at my girl, though. You ain't got her, though. Come on, baby. Get out the ring. Please get out the ring. Uh, wow. He's made it here on NXT. Okay. Spiritual. Yep. Hey, man. It's me. The spiritual smart of the tribal chief. The universal champion. The head of the table, Roman Reigns. What's going on, man? <laughs> yep, yep. Hey, y'all know man? I just want to come out here and say, man, that Samoan, uh, Samoan dynasty is going everywhere, baby. We even got Joe coming out here getting popped. It's all about us Samoan, baby. What do you mean, Bush? You shit no Samoan Joe not too long ago saying that there can only be one Samoan dynasty. Hey. Hey, 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 He's hey, so that man. Man. hey, that man, hey, that man, hey, that man, I'm bringing the bullshit, I know. Stop bringing the bullshit, baby! <laughs> yep. Hey, I holler at y'all niggas like, man, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> the Grizzle veterans heard that, the Grizzle young veterans heard that shit Chopper and Thatcher said last Sunday, and they're from Liverpool, fucking England, and the vets will kick their fucking heads in a bit later on. Okay, Imperium versus Brizongo, definitely a rehash feud. Who won this one? Question, did Breeze mean to botch that Miss Body Press over the top or was it me? I don't know. I don't know what that was. He just laid there very awkwardly for me. 
Anyway, Fandango got beat up for a while. Breeze got the hot tag, but that shit was cooled off quick by Fabian Eichner with a stiff clothesline. Fandango knocked off the bro, apron. Bro, but that Tyler Breeze, bro, that clothesline stiff as fuck. Yeah, that, that was steep. <laughs> Fandango <laughs> was knocked off the apron, but Tyler Breeze gets the win for Breezango with an inside cradle. And after the matchup. And why'd you do that? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, that call from Walter won't be present. So, uh, uh, pleasant. So, Eichner and Bartel fuck up Breezango to try to get to get back. Breeze was uh, the one who got the win, so he takes the European. Goddamn strength from London. And he takes it off the shoulders of Eichner, and the Imperium flag is placed over the fallen body of Breeze, but I don't think that's even going to get them out of the ass chewing, awaiting them from Walter. Man. I just can't wait for Walter to come back. Is your sweatsuit iron? <laughs> Pressed, nigga. Huh? Pressed, nigga. Now, now stand in front of me. Let me look at you. <laughs> do do the do the do the almost Hitler shit. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> Go on, do it. Skloska, skloska, skloska. You know what time it is. Skloska, skloska, nigga. The who? Skloska, skloska. All right. That was a love song <laughs> in German. Off Wiedersehen. Skloska, do Do it now. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> Walter gonna whip that ass. Yeah, yo. he is, man. I am a huge Walter Imperium fan. They, I'm yep. glad they uh back to a trio. Yep. Um to me this only thing you can do now to make Imperium dope is to bring somebody maybe like a Tyler Bate to have them link up with them. Which I wouldn't I wouldn't think that would happen but I can see that that would be kind of cool you know what I'm saying like if you want to if you want to uh, freshen up Imperium okay because they're definitely Eichner and uh, Bartel is a great tag team even though I, I I really would love to see Bartel as a single star I think he has it I think that's further down the line but um, I just really Really want to see Walter in NXT on a continual basis. Yeah, but will will he commit to to that, knowing that he just doesn't have any desire to to do that? And I think that's all we love. We love Walter so much, but like he still, I don't think he wants to even be over there like that. Just on certain events, but not sixteen or so those. Yeah, because they changed the. I think that was the one where they changed the. Uh, Change the reverses, but we took them off anyway. Mm-hmm. Still fought the way we. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's what we do. That was, the only, that was the only thing that that, that they made it kind of suck. But it didn't, once you realize you can take that off, it didn't matter. But they also made it to where you can get because like I can remember several matches and me and you it's like reverse, reverse, mm-hmm. reverse. It's a match full of reverses until whoever can get the pin. Well, submission. I mean, really, you got you just have to be smart about it. You got to show <coughs> reverse. You just got to worry about reversing that finishing move. And once you reverse that finishing move, you won't be able to reverse what I'm saying, for that period of time. You remember how epic our matches used to be when they had the punch reverse as well? Oh, and yeah. how we could get all of our shit off in these? Uh-huh. Like, it just wasn't how many how many times we going to reverse till somebody mm-hmm. uh, is I too do, late. I do miss, miss that. Yeah. I do miss That's having right. a reverse button for each. Yeah. And I mean, and that was split second, like, looking at the, you know... Like framework, you know, you gotta, you gotta make that decision. Yeah, right then and there. So you know, they, you know, you know, you know what a certain finish is is a motherfucking grapple 
that hey, all right, cool. I know that I got at least an, I got an opportunity for that. That's the, that was the main thing. But like, it's been plenty of times, man. We would have matches like. I got my signature off. <laughs> I didn't get my special off because, like, how am I going to get that off? Like, I know he knows that it's going to be my uh, a grapple, so I'm going to have to just punch his head in <laughs> for you, a while. You remember our last man standing match that was damn near a fucking hour long? It yeah. was an Iron Man last man standing yeah. match. All, our meters were both in purple. Yeah. And for whatever fucking reason, we did not give up. And no. then finally... I, you know, I, I came up, you know, the loser of that one. But that match was epic. Yeah, some fun fucking time. And it, and it definitely wasn't no, uh, I, I just, you know, you gave up. It was just like, you couldn't kick out anymore. My, like, I didn't have any yeah, meat left. Like, it just, it just, you couldn't pick up anymore. Like, that's all that was. Like, yeah. it was a great great fucking um, match, man. Guess my character died. Fun. I think he died. <laughs> we had plenty of fun on him, man. Yeah. Smackdown, uh, here comes the pain. Hell yeah. Good shit. But yeah, man. Oh, did you, you, you didn't, you didn't rate that last match, are you? Uh, you talking about Imperium versus Brizango? Uh, I give a, a two grams of 50. Okay. Just because we've seen it and I, I, I don't like that one when I get that with NXT. Like, okay, we've seen this match to death. You know, what I'm saying I get why you're doing it, but like, yeah. if we're gonna do this, y'all need to bury this feud after this. Like, I don't <laughs> never want to see y'all match up again. Because this is what we got uh, during the pandemic was this feud. Mm-hmm. So why are we why are we once again seeing it again when y'all have a tag team division down there? Right. Um. So I give this one a high life. Oh, look it up. Eden Styles. That's what that was her name. Nah, this is Brandy. Damn, forgot her name was Eden Styles. I didn't even remember what her name was. I didn't either. I just knew she was in WWE. Did maybe did what her name Brandy in WWE? No, I don't think so. It was always I think it was Eden. I think her last name might have changed. Hmm. Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. That's why you got knocked up by Cody. He got a tattoo on his neck, meets. Alright, half, half the world is probably only privy to this song because they watch fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, I knew it before then, though. Already. Yep. Regal says it's going to be a one on one with Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly at the Great American Bash in a few weeks. And next week, the two can pick an opponent of their choosing for next week's show. Oh, this is in the middle of a security trying to hold him back from having a brawl. And Cole says, What the fuck is wrong with Regal and Cole should be fighting O'Reilly? The brawl breaks out anyway, and Samoa Joe comes in and gets O'Reilly off of Cole, who shoves Joe, and that looks like he's provoked to me. What you think? Mm-hmm. Nighty night, nigga. Night night. is put the fuck to sleep by Joe, and who says when that little fucker wakes up, Mr. Regal is expecting his decision of who he's facing by the end of the night. Kyle O'Reilly is like, God is good. That could have been me. Mm-hmm. All the time. He is so odd, Seth. Uh-huh. <laughs> it could have been me. He looked at me. I said, I know it. Well, damn, Charlotte, you went Harlem Heat in back then. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me find out, Charlotte. Why is why there's always some type of link? In every, every pay-per-view we yeah, watch. every pay-per-view we watch, it's always some type of link with the show. It's a wrestling spirit. 
That motherfucker Nikki was straight. It's harassing spirits. She was straight. Nikki Bella. Oh, Bella was straight. Keating. All right. Uh, there was a battery signal, and I have no clue what the fuck that means. But Santos Escobar says that he had the North American title in his hands, and it was the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. And Bronson Reed had to do it again, though. Not only did he squish him, he had to put. <laughs> Yo, that's Yo, this nigga. This nigga had me crying. <laughs> Not only did he have to squish him, he had to put Escobar through the barricade and Reed. <laughs> reveal the weakness and that's the only way he can keep Esco down this time Esco wants a one on one title match and he's gonna lift Reed just like he did at TakeOver and Gravity is gonna do the rest he's gonna snatch that title from Reed's hands and that's a reflection that reflection will become a reality now pla- now pass me my plate of oh, ooh. never mind hey man oh, hey, shit shut the fuck up bro shit you was it's, tripping. Well, this, was is, tripping. this is what tripping. this is what is tripping. In, you tripping? I'm afraid no I'll pull a Ron you. Burgundy and keep on reading. Nah, something. I'm not. I'm not. I ain't got nothing to do with this. Los <laughs> Santos, La Sombra, talking to all y'all niggas. <laughs> Damn, on a different show. Matter of fact, I did. Uh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, he had his interview with Jr. on AEW. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Already looking better than what he did in WWE. That's too early. Oh my god, this is when Charlotte was kind of trash. What do you mean it's too early? The man has full creative to do whatever the fuck he wants instead of sitting in cradle, uh, creative. Okay. I mean, just sitting in catering. Right. Trey Baxter versus Kushida for the Cruiserweight Championship Open Invitation. And who came out on top? All right, Kushida's ground game is top notch as he schools Baxter and they chain wrestle in the beginning. Baxter is a cruiserweight, so it was some luchin. No chance. Yep, with that hair Karana on Kushida, Baxter kicked the left knee, and of course, this is kind of like the same match that we got last week with that open invitation, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> hip toss cartwheel drop kick, and he's going for the arm, and Baxter's still in this one, and it's a strike exchange, right hand from Kushida, mid-air Spanish fly from Baxter, and a springboard 450 for the near fall. Uh, Baxter has Kushida on the top, uh, but Kushida grabs that left arm, then DDT's the arm off the top rope. Uh, did I mention Kyle O'Reilly came out to take a better look? And it's a kick to the arm, then a hoverboard lock. Baxter quickly taps. Kushida retains, and O'Reilly is still out there to tell him the next week will beat them two in squared circle. And sign me up for that one. Holy botch, dog, man. Botch uh- What the fuck was Kushida doing? <laughs> In this match, man, you see that motherfucker trying to flip over. He was trying to get flipped over the top rope. Yeah. And, and they just kept holding on to that spot. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, Kashida, you supposed to be a general when it comes to that. Like, if it didn't work, why would you keep going for it? Like, that match died for me, so I give that match right. two grams of some. That's a, it was a grand Muslim K-12 to me, bro. Like, that shit killed it for me. Mm-hmm. K-12? I mean, the the little hoverboard lock maneuver from the top rope didn't didn't look sloppy as fuck. Now, what do you say? The ending was never in question. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and, I, I was just more and, intrigued at what happened after the match and what I would think would be a good match with Kyle O'Reilly versus... Oh, yeah. I mean... Versus Kushida. I mean... I got all the heart in the world to follow that star that I die. 
<laughs> I hope they become a tag team. That would be the yeah, best shit. Yeah, because man, sometimes when you look at them bright lights, when I'm sitting on the back bed of the truck, and I see several stars. I'll find that one, and that's when I get into the pickup and I drive down the hill and on to the valley. But I think a tag team partner should be my passenger. And that's what I do when I see that star, because I'm going to follow it until I, I die. Until I die. Because I got all the heart in the world. <laughs> and I'm going to follow that star. Do I die? You better take that sunscreen with you, or else you're going to have a heat stroke. I'm follow that star. Oh, heart. Natty with the Tyson kid look on the younger side of the game. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Y'all gonna make this motherfucker like he looks the all heart and you look like baby Tyson, Tyson kid. Like, that's all I seen when I was like. This is true. And the whole all heart, like, you're going to say all heart, all heart, all heart, all heart. And then y'all don't even put all heart nowhere. If he's supposed to be signed to it, and that's part of his gimmick, why y'all didn't make that part of his presentation? I would have thought that would have happened, but hey. And he came out to some fucking custom music three. Well, my career mode. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, well. This is the template. <coughs> That's why this one gets a. Uh, huh. mm. Let's get a corner of Coors for the botches, and could have been better. Uh, maybe they just don't dance well together. Yeah. All right, uh, Sarah's cousin Mackenzie is with Frankie Monet, who says that they should have more Frankie, and she'll re-debut again next week. She spots Jesse Kami. Kami. Oh, and Aaliyah and says them uh, two should should have won their match takeover. That must have been the match not on the show, I guess, because I didn't see that. You didn't see yeah, that. I ain't She's stirring the pot saying that if Robert Stone didn't get involved, things might have been different. Will Frankie's words stick as Stone joins them? He speaks highly of Frankie, not knowing that some salt was sprinkled on his name. All right. Oh. Mercadez Martinez says she felt the wrath of Tin Shot and she's the wrong one to fuck with. She ain't learned shit from that pay-per-view because she still wants to smoke with Mae Ying and them. The Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase comes to the ring for the Million Dollar Championship ceremony. And yeah, he also, uh, he is also, last Sunday, he found someone worthy of being the Million Dollar Champion. And that's L.A. Knight. Whose game is it? L.A. Night. Yeah, dummy. Okay, that looks like an old school Corvette. Nelly Knight has class. Win like '96 is on feats as well. Mm -hmm. Mine's is still in shape. Uh, well, I got cap and gowns on today. Cap. Yep. And uh, Knight goes to say, "Let me talk to you," but he actually wants a second to talk to Teddy. It's not often in life that you get to meet your heroes, and even rarer in wrestling. Knight can't describe what he's thinking or feeling, and he's banged up, but that's 100% worth it. Standing there with DiBiase, he grew up watching him, and when they were younger and wrestled in the backyard, someone was always DiBiase. He's glad DiBiase was there for Knight to thank him, and it's an honor for DiBiase to crown Knight the Million Dollar Champion. DiBiase does uh, that and presents the champ 
uh, presents the championship and also presents him as champion, Pyro goes off and a celebration is on. The Cameron Grimes chants grow louder. Knight says he's learned so much from DiBiase and he's got everything he wants now to drop everything he doesn't need. <laughs> and down goes DiBiase from the right hand of Knight. What I told you. What I told you. And Knight stomps on DiBiase and Grimes comes out for the save and the pop of the night. This is the way I thought that they was going to go and I'm all for it. Uh... You know how I feel about I'm wanting to heal Grimes. Uh, I don't feel like he, 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 I, I get it. I, I'm, I'm not. I have no issue with the face Grimes. Yep. Especially if he's still gonna be this character. Like he's still funny as hell. Huge pop though. Mm-hmm. Huge pop. The guy's over and the because problem. he got over organic. And that's that's why I don't have a problem. With him no, like, he got over organic. Like it wasn't. Like, I, all I seen when they were doing these vignettes is them, them two linking up and becoming, like, a thing. Like, I, I was ready for that. Yep, this is what we wanted. This yeah. is what we asked for. Yeah. So, uh, the chase is going to be so much more, to me, it's going to be so much more better because you have Knight that didn't need DBIC mm-hmm. at all. And that's going to make that Million Dollar Championship win that much more uh, special when it happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. NXT uh, champion, women's champion it is, Raquel Gonzalez tells Sarah's cousin, Mackenzie, that Ember Moon learned the hard way, and she did. She did. About fucking with that champion, okay? And as for Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, hold on tight on tag team straps, because her girl, Dakota Kai, wants uh, gold, and one title ain't enough for Raquel. Tonight they take care of team a little bit. And then it's on to the way. You take a bit, you take a back, you take them up, and there you had a little bit. Little bit. Everybody got a peek. Her name is Captain Zero, and she knows how to flee. You take you take a back and take them up and there yeah little be Still not ready for that falsetto yet, man. I, I swear. Um, just because you can do it, don't mean it. It ain't, it ain't your energy. You just got them lows. You got them lows. You got them lows, though. Alright man, the battery charge thing is uh, at 10% now, and I still have no fucking clue what that's all about. Maybe somebody's phones will charge. Meanwhile, back... Maybe. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of the um, vignettes for the 
like the UFC looking. We're talking about. Uh, I forgot what the fuck it was. Parker Boudreaux. Is that what that, is that who's put that supposed to be? I don't know. Like it's, I know with several newcomers, somebody said it might be a return from injury, maybe Tegan Knox or somebody like that. Mm. Uh, it has been, it has been a year since she's been out, I believe, from torn ACL. So perhaps. So it might be her. I mean, I feel like is that the person they're going to get to take the strap off of Raquel? If her knees will let, if the knees will stay healthy, time will tell. Like, because I think the more she gets injured, and you even mentioned it. Damn near a year ago about it. Uh, if uh, it's time to start thinking about life after competing in the ring, become a trainer or something like that. You said it yourself. I was just like, man, like, yeah. you keep on. And it's like, and I mean, you can't blame WWE if they don't want to put a strap behind her or put her in a major feud or, yeah. or, or take up a lot of TV time. Yep. You can understand that. Like, I know motherfucking uh, Triple H thinks the world of it, but like, I mean, what, what good are you if you can't stay healthy? Like, I mean, that, I mean, it is, is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's the name of the game. Like, yep. Yes, you can get. I mean, I'm not saying you can't be involved in WWE some type of way. Like, who, who am I to say anything like that? But I'm saying, as an in-ring competitor, you, why do you want to keep going through all this pain? Yeah, that's but then pain. you have that, but then you have somebody that can pull a Derrick Rose and come back. Like, remember, Rey Mysterio was playing with knee injuries, and he oh, yeah. kept on getting put out and put out, just like that, until they finally got it right. And I think he's been, I think he may have, what, uh, torn, uh, he tore something. He tore his pec or something. Yeah, but didn't stay out that long. But other than that, he's been, he's pretty much been there. He just needed that time too, to heal up. But also, too, with, with the... Um, pandemic and and you got that light super light schedule I mean he's probably only you know really wrestling one two three four five months of matches a month true but he was back in the company before the pandemic happened true. For, for quite some time yeah. and he, he pretty much stayed I, healthy I, I almost want to say him like not probably not wrestling on a full like that schedule yeah. that he was actually wrestling on is probably what hurt him and let's just, all right, they're trying to have live shows and stuff again like that, but do you want to necessarily, I know you have to hone your craft and continue to practice and I want to make a buck while doing it. Okay, I get it. But does it have to be so much? Does it have to be so much to where you're uh, potentially uh, injuring your talent as you go along instead of it being limited, you know? Just just a question. I mean, all right, uh, the bat. Oh, I said that already. All right. Um, meanwhile, backstage, it's almost a bit of ihoy action, but the officials keep Ember and Shotzi away from Kyle Raquel, and Shotzi better watch it because Samoa Joe looked at her like he was gonna put her ass to sleep as well. <laughs> touch again, he was like, hey, you can get it too. I am get an two. equal opportunity sleep. You go, uh, me, me, and, me, and, me and women go to sleep. Remember I get, that. I, I I get the night quill right here. Okay. <laughs> Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus Team Little Bit. And what happened? I am a fan of the Filipino yams, mm-hmm. as well as Beth Phoenix. Uh, and they say that Casey Cazaro was away rehabbing that injured knee from mm-hmm. months ago. Mm-hmm. I thought she was good to go because she still wrestled a bit. One day they was in the tournament, wasn't they? Yeah. yeah so I thought anyway. Uh, yeah, I applaud the work of Team Little Bit though. God damn, it was solution. Mm-hmm. Little Bit Lotion. got. They got. 
they got their shit off in this one. And uh and their teamwork is fire. And I forget uh that <laughs> that move Private Party does in the apron, but I remember there was a time when they couldn't do it. Yeah. But nowadays they can. And they can. <laughs> they did. Cottonsaro with a dive on Kai as well as Carter taking out both Kai and Raquel from the top to that uh to the outside. And of course that wouldn't last. Kai and Raquel took over whooping up on Casey. Carter gets the hot tag and wow. Nice drop kick in the corner on Carter, then a splash on Kai. Raquel killed all of that arsenal with a sidewalk slam, and it was a deadly one. And from there, so uh, so many hope spots. God damn, like, yeah. I almost thought they was going to go over on Team Little Bit. Yeah. That fucking neck breaker 450 combo from Team Little Bit on Kai. God yeah. damn. Go back and watch this. Kai one. sold the hell out of a lot of shit. Just go back and watch this. And Raquel said, uh, these chicks are too little and takes out Kate and Carter and send her into the plexiglass and Kai gets the win with her go to kick on Casey. I got a bit long with it for this one because I was entertained in this match and I want to see those titles on team a little bit in the future for sure. Three grass of five and it was never in question. Great. I loved it. I loved it. Let me get this one. I got down. Hmm. Ice cold Heineken, man. Just because I, I'm, I'm just happy to see how far. I love to see when they finally get it. They finally approve in the ring. Mm-hmm. Case Conzaro. You take a dip and take it out and take a stick and point and at the little bits. The little bits. Because you stole it. It doesn't count if it doesn't come from me. Quit stealing my shit. None of that shit counts. We did that earlier. Whatever. If I stole... Say if I come up and I steal the spirit smart. And then, what? oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can't do that. No, no hold on. Stealing, Let's pause the show. Being, you stealing people? See what I'm talking about? You what? see, he's already, already getting upset about it. Just a mere thought. I didn't. Oh man, you gotta take that up with a grown. Well, you honestly, take that up with a grown spirit. Honestly, he came up with everything. So he says. <laughs> I mean, I did. He came up with polo. Yes. He came up with. <laughs> I did. This four twenty beard that I'm drinking. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> this goddamn phone I'm holding. He created Samsung. It's mine. Oh my god! This goddamn uh, WWE pay per view Hell in the Cell is coming on. I owns it. See what I'm talking about? Yo, your breath, man's. God damn! What the fuck? <laughs> That's weird. Everybody's got some beef with studio niggas for destroying their studio niggas. The studio niggas. Uh huh. No, we got beef with the studio. Uh huh. I'm tearing up houses. I'm messing with spouses. Yeah. I'm smoking it loud. Yeah. You know that I'm proud. Studio niggas. Studio niggas. Uh huh. See, my days ago without you. But I'm hurting my Dead Man Inc. Brother. Yeah, they got some beef with them and uh for destroying their little decor on the pre 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 show. Pre pre. You must be outside of your minds. And outside of your house because you don't have one right now. No, at all. Brother. Brother. <coughs> Alright. Eel Shirai returns to the CWC and the red leather tights are looking pretty, pretty nice on her. Why? Why the wig though? Huh? Why the wig when we know it's a wig? I guess this is when he was. I guess he couldn't have long hair as a politician. I don't know. I guess I wanted to cut it short and try to. 
But not, I mean, like, in, in general, like. Could he have just had the ball head? Yeah, he did. Like, could we have did? Why, he didn't, why he couldn't just put, like, the mask on with, out the head? I don't know. I still would, I would thought it would have been even doper. Yep. This is this is around the time I was like, ah, ah, enough, enough of Kane. Yeah, I've had it. Yeah, but uh, them leather tights, man. On Il Shirai, she says she's back and she feels good. Her next target is Candice Array, but not so. Oh shit! This is this was like the last pay per view. That he takes off the mask and becomes part of the authority. Mm, this this is he is already in the authority. This is the last pay per view that Seth Rollins has before he gets injured. Because remember, he there was a rematch where he where he uh, tore his ACL. It was at a house show. Yeah, it was at a house show. This was the last pay per view, though. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, yeah, she ain't forgot about the ass whipping. We're talking about uh, Candice LeRae, <laughs> and the ass whipping was monumental after mm-hmm. that steel cage match a couple right. of years ago in Indy. Uh, Sneaks EO from behind, and Indy almost puts uh, EO through the announcer's desk with an elbow until the save from, and you bet, you know what? Silencio. Somebody come out here and Silencio. get your dog. Hey, man, come on, man. Hey, man, it's come on. Bull out here. You know what I ain't? It's Zoe Stark. <laughs> Tish Stark, Zoe Campbell. <laughs> Zoe Stark. Yo, man, somebody got papers on it? I'm going to call the peoples. They're going to come get you. Anyway, this, Y'all my poach. this is a tag team match probably going down the Great American Bash or a final blow off between Larray and Io Shirai. I'll take them both. God, man, you keep on, man. Where's the respect? Where is the respect? MSK had uh, MSK. MSK had their popcorn ready for the Tornado tag team match. Nighter. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher versus the Grizzly Young Veterans. Thatcher couldn't resist that popcorn and snatches that shit away from Nash Carter. <laughs> it takes it with them anyway. I'll keep uh, repeating uh, to watch the uh, to watch these matches. I'll say if you haven't watched this whole fucking episode because this was a good one. It, it delivered. The Diamond Mine opens next week, and I hear it's a new show. Okay, here's the the evolve of. I guess that's what it is. Uh, rumor has it it's gonna be like the the evolve show of NXT, and maybe this is the NXT that. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes King has some good ones. You know? <laughs> he said, "He said Halloween night." <laughs> Only time King go outside his house while his mask on and look normal. <laughs> 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 it was just the way his country ass said that shit. Yo, fuck out of here yo, with that shit. Yo. That's the one he's unexpected. Yo, man, that shit. I'm not mental here looking at me like, what's wrong? I've seen from a frown to a, you just laughing. Like, oh this man, shit? that was funny as a bitch, like, man. Like, oh, this nigga going crazy. I God, <laughs> but we was talking about the diamond mine and how that perhaps is the uh, next show on the network. Give me an hour, uh, make it easy to digest. That's what I want. With, with this. All right, um, yeah. Um, Give me Jacob Fatu versus Samoa Joe. Oh, and Jacob Fatu. I, I think those talks with MLW went belly up. I don't think that's even a thing anymore. So, I don't care about a ball like that. They just had Austin Theory. That's all they had. 
I think for the people that it's gonna be there, I think their elevation or their dark. This, this, that, and yeah. this, that. Uh, it's NXT's developmental brand. But you never know. I mean, NXT turned into what it did because that was supposedly the developmental brand for the main roster, and we loved it. All right, yeah. <clears throat> Sarah's cousin Mackenzie is with Regal, and Samoa Joe and a Joe chant breaks out with Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory, who does this Diesel thing. Joe tells them to get the fuck out, <laughs> and Pete Dunn appears, and he also breaks Samoan fingers as well. A <laughs> <laughs> finger, I snap it. <laughs> Your toes, I snap it. <laughs> Your thumb, snap it. I snap it. You want to do the peace sign? Uh-oh, you're giving up an index finger because the middle finger? Guess what I did? I snapped Yeah, it. people will think that they you take you're, you're giving off the wrong type of vibe because you can only give the middle finger because I took your other finger away. And I sniped it. <laughs> Snipe. Yeah, well back to the tornado thatch and Chompa don't even allow Gibson to get a word in and it's on from there to take turns whipping in the vets with some shots and submissions. The vets get their shit in and they hit the basement drop kick in motion combo and a lot of back and forth between the two. It was 38 Europeans as a matter of fact. From Hungary! (laughs) (laughs) And clotheslines into the corner on the vets. 17 more Europeans to Drake. And Gibson from Thatcher, but the vet somehow still have the upper hand. The arm submission from Drake and Thatcher almost does the job, but Chompa gets a save, and it's a bit of communication between the two. Chompa and Thatcher get their shit back together, and Air Raid crash on Drake before a near fall in the chop fest between Chompa and Drake on the apron. Holy fuck. Doomsday European. European! European. On the outside to Chompa, laying his ass out. Now it's a European fest between Thatcher and Gibson. It's probably 145 more this room. And now they go for the submissions, counter for counter. Vets with a backstab on Thatcher, but Ciampa is alive and gets the save. Ciampa is sent through the NXT part of the table. Uh, and Gibson was going to take uh, take him all the way out, but gets an air raid crash on the announcer's desk from Ciampa. But it doesn't break. Drake gets fucked up at the end of this one. Fairytale ending, then an armbar and an ankle submission. Drake taps the fuck out. Thatcher and Ciampa gets the win. After the match... Night one with Samoa Joe is a success as William Regal hops in his Denali. And is everyone a customer for Esco? Everyone. I'm just asking. Like, that Denali looked familiar. I'm just saying. Uh, my Roach clip was definitely this master's man. What can I say, dude? It was great. Like it was, it was awesome. Great, but, <laughs> but awesome. I can if I can say that about that, I can say that about everything. Mm-hmm. Like this whole, only thing that sucked was the fucking cruiserweight match. That yep. was the only thing sucked. But like, even at the end of that, we got Kyle O'Reilly, Charles. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm, and I was just really, I mean, that spot just really like ah. Oh. Who did who did Adam Cole challenge? Did he even challenge? Him? I don't, he, that, I, I don't think they woke him up. I think he's <laughs> right, right, okay, that's right. I was like, I did miss that. Like, did I miss that? By the end of the night, he wants, he needs a name. But, yeah, I think Adam Cole was like, you know, <laughs> you're the way he dropped. <laughs> oh, nigga, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Oh, man, what's your, uh, what's your last shot? <laughs> Adam Cole getting put the fuck to sleep. This is somebody, even oh. though Adam Cole is used for situations like this, he got pounced into the crowd. Samoa Joe puts his ass to sleep. This does not take away from how great Adam Cole is oh, man. as that's a baby talent. Sean, man. That's baby Sean. Absolutely. So, man, yeah, that's my last shot right there, bro. I want, I want, I want 
Adam Cole and Seth Rollins feud. Like, put him on SmackDown. Fuck everything. Baby. Put him on SmackDown. Like, that's where you got to put... Like, I just wish... I really wish that Adam Cole would bulk up a little bit. Well, if what is to be said may be true... Vince is trying to make more shit matter going back on the road. Wants more importance. I don't believe it. I won't believe it until I see it. So, will it happen? Will they finally start booking or put it into the hands of those that will get these characters over on the main roster and will understand and trust the process? Because, I mean, at this point right now, I feel like you, you see uh, Kyle O'Reilly's definitely not ready for the main event. He doesn't really have uh, identity other than just the the guy who feuded with. He's just cool, Kyle. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's not. We haven't got any. We got great matches mm-hmm. from him, but like we haven't really opened up his character yet. Right. And I feel like uh, we all know who Adam Cole is, and he's ready for that next. Position. And maybe that, I just feel like they should just some, figure out some type of way to get that fucking undisputed era music back to them. Maybe that's the disconnect. Uh, I mean, I say that it's an excuse, but maybe that because Vince has said when he looks at talent from NXT, he's not looking for a wrestler. Wrestler, he's looking for personality. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're looking for personality, why you ain't picked the Adam Cole? That motherfucker's wanted for him. Well, right? maybe this is one Triple H fights for, and it's like, hey, you can't take him, so you're going to fuck him up. I mean, because if you take him and fuck him up, and you know, I mean, he, he's only going to make the brand that he goes ne- goes to next even better. You keep on giving these opportunities for AEW to become a staple, to become even bigger, the more you mistreat the talent. Yeah. So, like, but I just feel like, I just feel like, like, when it comes to AEW and, you know, yeah. We're always going to get on this. I just feel like they need to kind of thin out the herd of what they all the talent that they have. They got to they need to start picking and choosing you said these got, WWE guys that they, that they have. You know, what yeah, saying? everybody can't go, and that's one thing that I do know. But like you said it yourself, like we have to start having tears when it yeah. comes to AEW, and you know, I say. I, feel, I, I get it where they don't want to have that much of a grasp when it comes to them on creative, but I feel like it needs to be structural where they're going to these storylines to make us give a fuck. Like we're gonna enjoy the ring work, but we also need story with wrestling. Like I need, I need, I need Adam Adam Page not to be on elevation ever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I need. Kidney Omega never to be on elevation. I need the Young Bucks never to be on elevation. You I got need, that higher. You have that yeah, higher echelon you know of talent that, that talent that needs to be only used at certain at certain times. Like, and that's why they need to have a title. Yeah. That if it's going to be defended, should be defended on that show. Yeah. Almost like you know, it, it'll, it'll be defended on you know everything else. But like, if you're going to bring some, you know, championship to that, you know what I'm saying. So if the TNT title is, I guess, because it's defended every week, that is the television title. Yeah. There needs to be some sort of North American, U.S. type yeah. title. That, that that yeah, there needs to be a third title. Um. Oh, and man, fucking uh, what's his name, man? Who who used to be uh. Ah, Miz Dow, Damian Sandow, man. You're another one that says, oh, wrestling was better when you didn't have fans to have so many opinions. Man, I said it once again. Like, what makes professional wrestling any different from NBA, NFL, 
boxing, motherfucking. Uh, wait a minute. Any, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this the same guy that only got over because of the fans? Keep going. That's it. Oh, oh no! Who won the Money in the Bank? Who had all of these opportunities, but Vince didn't believe in you, but the fans did. Those people. The fans didn't give a fuck about him when he went. I mean, he was he was he was kind of over a little bit when when he got the money in the bank. But Mizdow, but Mizdow got really over because really the fans. got him over. And, and then you went to TNA and was trash. You pulled a Liberace stick, which didn't resonate at all. And then you became what was the Aaron Rex? Aaron yeah. But yet, I don't get why wrestlers. Like him, I've heard Lance Storm say it where you know, they're they're too overly critical about this isn't nineteen eighty five. Like the internet exists. Of course we're gonna look for dirt sheets and shit like that. But quit quit shitting on the fans about Fiend got over, so that that tells you that like yeah. it can still work. So like this Yeah. Yo nobody told y'all to put y'all whole life on fucking the internet. But you're shitting on the fans like they're not supposed to have an opinion. Well, you're supposed to like it regardless. If the shit sucks, it sucks. So it look, fucking sucks. So let's look at it this way. You know who you don't see a lot on the internet? Who? Brock Lesnar. Nope. Nope. If you see him, he, it's in passing. Oh, there goes back of Brock Lesnar's head. He was shaking somebody's hand. But you don't see that motherfucker all over the internet. So the way that you move, pretty so, much. So when you see him, when he pops up, mm-hmm. and Brock Lesnar pops up on the first night of Raw when they do live shows, that's just going to be big as fuck. We're going to talk about it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, it's not going to be, well, Brock Lesnar game. No, it's Brock Lesnar came in. Oh, shit. It's him versus fucking... Uh, um, him versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, I thought you know the whole conversation of why is it not him versus Roman Reigns? This, that, and the third. Like that's that's a conversational starter. It's not. Oh, well, motherfucking um, Lana came back. There is indeed a way that you can maneuver around social media in the internet without putting everything and all your shit on there. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, quit shitting on the fans. Stop stop that shit. It's not this the behind fans. the scenes shit needs to stop. We need to stop with the behind the scenes shit for wrestling. Cut the where, behind the scenes shit. Where we have a blood feud, but me and you are Dave and Busters after that. Not, not only Dave and Busters, <laughs> we didn't have the feud. We didn't got in a car ride and we didn't drove down the road. Like even with yeah. the even with the whole shit where they had the ride along. The behind shit. the behind the scenes of I wanna say the Mick Foley documentary. No, was it the Mick Foley documentary? Uh, what what uh what VHS tape that was back in the day? Oh, but but uh, oh. Well, yeah, it was about his kids and his kids was Be- crying from all the beyond the mat, beyond the fucking mat. Yep. All right, so beyond the mat, the way they still kind of filmed it a little bit, mm-hmm. like they like he he was talking about it, like how he was pissed off about rock hitting him in the head so many times. So mm-hmm. it was still some believability. Of them still feuding a little bit because they only seen each other behind and it was like, oh shit, they back mm-hmm. here, like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they tried their best to keep that shit kayfabe as possible. Yeah, that was still a mystery when it came to oh man, like do they really not like each other? Like, like night, just... now they don't really like each other at all. Like oh shit. So yeah, I, I don't know. I hate the I, I hate the fact that um. 
the kayfabe is just gone. The total diva shit was dope when it was just the women. And it was like a couple of talents that weren't getting over at all. Okay. But the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you only seen what was like, I guess, John Cena. Um, was Daniel Bryan with her at that time? I want to say so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a Brie. Yeah. So you had those. And. And then you had like the. The, the undercard you know what I'm saying who yeah. weren't getting over so you know what I'm saying it, it worked out for them but they didn't really show a whole lot of the business y'all showing all the business and everybody's gotta have a podcast to, to talk about the back, behind the scenes and backstage and y'all gotta y'all gotta tell everybody's gotta gotta give their gripe about it I mean honestly I don't understand like well, what, what else do you like hey Damn, you gotta have a podcast too. Shit, mm-hmm. we gotta eat. Y'all yeah. are making a check. Shit, yeah. save it to, save it yeah. to us to have our opinion. Yeah. We don't want to hear y'all talk about what y'all already doing. Yeah. That's our job. Right, right, <laughs> right. But we will be right back with the smack down. That's right, because at the end of the day, you got on that trip. And you took it once again for another, another thing of the NXT Gold Ring. I am your host once again. Join us next week, gang. This is Dot Man Cornelius, and I wish you love, peace, and gold. You already know what time it is. Smack it down. Fuck out of here. Are you done? On Uh the blue brand. Because we just do (laughs) things normal around here. Might as well. Ain't no need. Smackdown always going to be the best show. Fuck out of here. That's why we did Mondays. Monday. Tuesdays. Dos days of dos days. And Friday. Well. Friday. I have a question for you. What? Are you ready for a hell in a cell? We already did that. Answer the question, nigga. I am. I am so ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready for it. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see it. We already did that. I'm going to tell you, I stole the debt. <laughs> I stole that. <laughs> We'll take on the chief on this episode because for whatever reason it can't wait until Sunday and some say it may be because both wanted to celebrate Father's Day and Juneteenth on, <laughs> on Sunday well Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. yeah I think I'll partake in a Juneteenth celebration myself for 20 yeah we was captive too no 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 that you, you can't take Mysterio <laughs> you can't <laughs> god damn I can't have nothing <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck you, Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, I don't think they had that much pull to do that. Like, she coming out, I don't want to work on Sunday. Bro, why not? Yo, if he don't, if he don't, if show, don't, if he don't I, show up at all, yo, it'd be the most funniest <laughs> shit. Like, if I don't, then I don't. If we don't do it on Friday, then what we gonna do? What? Well, I guess we're gonna do it on Friday then. I'm gonna go, Well, maybe due to them going back on the road and they wanted to get one last good weekend uh, in with the family. Oh, you know why? I know why. Because, um, you know, homeboy ain't gonna be at Hell in a Cell. I mean, I held himself SummerSlam, so he got to do it on. He got to. He got to. He got to do the fucking Father's Day shit. You know. You know. Kevin. He <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a SummerSlam. He gonna be a SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Hell yeah, yeah. But I don't know, man. I I don't like a match of this stature though. Looking so unimportant on a regular show, and it's the opening. What? So I thought it was an opening. What are you no, talking about? Because, <laughs> no, what you mean what? This is on a regular show. Hell okay. in a Cell. If okay. you look at the history of Hell in a Cell, it was only special and it only happened if twice a year. It only happened once again. Now we're getting it on a SmackDown? No, bruh. No. Wait, wait, I, wait a minute. Wait, now wait, don't wait. Take, didn't, you, didn't you just kind of like verify why this was motherfucking special? No, I didn't. I said Why? maybe, maybe this is happening because that don't mean I gotta like it. But it's the only match of the card. Well, that's a Hell in a Cell. No, then Hell in a Cell will happen. Then Royal Rumble will happen on regular television. Fuck I'm it. King of the Ring is already not, happening on regular TV. But you we, know what? Why not put money in the bank on regular television? I mean, they're cool. I mean, I wouldn't mind that either. They did do that. No, fuck that. In my opinion. I, myself, Hell in a Cell shouldn't even be a fucking pay-per-view. This shit should only be for for any type of feud that has went that distance to that. And not but it is, though. Mm-hmm. We talking about what is ain't not what ain't. But this show is uh, definitely about opinions as well. And that's my but opinion. That, like, that, nothing yeah, is important. Nothing is important. And this I, is I, unimportant I as well. I felt fucking very important. Well, if that's the case, why in the hell was NBC or Fox unhappy with this decision? Because they got the the best match of the the best probably Hell in a Cell match that we're going to have was on TV. I'm not taking away from the match itself. No, 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 I'm not saying that the match was bad. I just don't like the match being given away on television instead of pay-per-view. I loved it. I'm not saying the match was bad at all. I mean, I'm just, I loved everything about it. Start making more things important and quit throwing everything out there. Like, you could have, I don't know. I was sour about this shit. But anyway, yeah, uh, NBC or Fox aren't happy with the decision uh, making and balancing the company between both channels and what gets what. And I don't know how they fix it, but. You know, when Vince does this, of course, it's going to make the uh, higher companies unhappy. All right. Rey Mysterio versus the chief Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship in Hell in a Cell. And Rey says he doesn't know when Dominic will return. And he's just happy to see his son walk. (sighs) He tossed my son like he was playing the game of cornhole for 20. Fuck you, Rey Mysterio. He he tossed him like he was a beanbag for 20. That's right. He, he folded out on the ground and he said, I can't move, but I still feel everything, but I ain't moving because I'm hurting 420. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you, Ray Mysterio. 420. 420. Do you know 
that it just so happens right now I didn't come alone, 420? <laughs> now you sit here and let me vent, 420. I'm in my feelings, 420. Thank you, 420. You fucking dwarf. I'll show you how big of a dwarf my pistol is, 420. Oh, man, you incriminate yourself. Oh, I don't care, 420. I'm mad, 420. You never oh, see me. Man, you have anything to smoke, 420. Call no, me down. No, man, no, man. I mean my feelings, 420. Oh, man. It didn't look good, 420. That's how the show yeah, went off, 420. Do, do it, do it. I'm not doing anything kiki, 420. The... the <laughs> the officials or the medical team didn't even come out there. The show just went all 420. Mm-hmm. I got kicked in the face 420 <laughs> when the show went off. Anyway, Mysterio says that he extended his offer. <laughs> Yo, that shit. <laughs> Mysterio says that he extended his offer. To like, he sold, he sold, like, oh. he sold it like he really got kicked in the face. Like, yeah, I can, I mean, you know, this ain't, this ain't WWE kick me. You really kicked me. God damn, my face hurts. Oh, damn, a son for a minute, 420. He just kicked me in the face, 420. It's time to remember what I said, 420. <laughs> you little fight another day, and my son has to go through this to see if he can make it in the company, 420. And he's like 48 years old, 420. <laughs> he can take a beat, 420. <laughs> He'll yo, get him, 420. Yo, that bad. Yo, yo. Dominic takes the best ass whoopings, man. <laughs> Did you see the steal? The picture? When when getting tossed, Dominic, Dominic was turning around like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, like haha said, Earth was cool. <laughs> Shit, man. But yeah, man. Uh, where was I, man? God damn. Ray wants to answer. Uh, and for that some bitch, the Chief, to bring his ass out there. The Cage Lord and the Universal Champion, the Chief, come out, came out there to tell Ray, he don't got to do this. He don't want to hurt him. This ain't the Chief's fault. And let's be honest. Ray don't want to be locked in there with the Chief. That shit was PG what he did to Dominic. And won't compare, <laughs> won't compare to what he'll do to his pappy. Chief is going to ask that nigga one more time. Is Ray sure he wants to do this? And Ray says he's never been more ready in his life. Chief tried it Ray's way and to be diplomatic. And now they do it the Chief's way. Oops, pump fake. They saved the match for later tonight. And damn, episode uh, 1139 for Smackin' Now? Shit. Mm-hmm. That's quite a milestone for this one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, uh whole opener was, was cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad they... Uh, uh, we need a few more months months of this maybe already a pay-per-view match you know what I'm saying before we got to this point but we are where we are I still have an in, uh, a imprint of the ACG boot <laughs> on the side know. of my face right 420 from last week 420 <laughs> it's still tender as I touch it you yeah, that tender meats yes 420 Apollo Crews versus Commander Dibba Dabble. Dibba Dabble. Versus Big E and, Ke- and Kevin Owens. Dibba. Yep. Dabble. Dibba. Yeah, he says they've already felt the nail and now they'll feel his boot. And his Dibba. Who else? Dabba. Yep. Dibba. 
Uh, if you're new to the show, Commander Aziz, but Dibba Dabba sounds so much better because he used to so be funny. called Dabakato. Yes. And we didn't want to say Dabakato. We wanted to say Dibba Dabba. Dibba. Dibba Dabba. Dabba. Mm-hmm. And now he's been promoted because, to... Because I, I want to say I thought of Jar Jar Binks. I said something like Jar Jar about Jar Jar Binks when we were talking about it initially, and it was like, well, Dibba Dabba, Dibba Dabba, Dibba Dabba, Dibba Dabba, Dibba Dabba, Dibba Dabba. That's how it happened? I want to say. Nah, Well, maybe I was thinking about Jar Jar Binks. You was thinking about it. I was like, Dibble, Dibble, Yes, me say it with the Apollo Cruz. Dabba, Dibble. Dibble, Dabble. That's what it was. It started off like, Dabba, Dibble. Nah, Dibble, Dabba. I don't know. Dibble, Dabba came from me. Just It just sounded like Dabba Kato. And then I thought about Johnny Bravo when he used to say, Ain't Jabba Dizza. And that's where I got Dibble, Dabba from. Oh, you trying to take my shit, man. Dibble, oh, man. Dibble, We're dibble, going to court. Dibble, dibble, you still dibble, me in the mail? <laughs> he sings it all. K.O. tells Kayla he ain't worried because he's got Biggie as a tag team partner, the strongest man in the locker room, and he prays Got Kayla on my mind. What the fuck you doing, nigga? Yeah, yeah. Then he's trying yeah, to steal Kayla, Kayla from me. Oh, my, my. You see how this shit happens? Then he's trying to steal from you. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Kayla. Oh, my, my. Watch when he does when I do this. Kayla. <laughs> nigga, nigga, please. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Look, 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 look. Look, look, we're going to just keep it like this because Juneteenth was, was yesterday. All right, high five, guy. Sorry about that. I'm black, black, and black, black, and black, 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 and black, 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 and black, black, and black, black, and black, black, and black, I'm still angry about it. I got Kayla on my mind. He's trying to provoke me like Joe. Kayla, oh my man, I'm not touching you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he tells, uh, but he bigs up uh, Biggie, and according to Biggie, though, Kale's all right. Kale's like, so that, 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 that promo was just like, oh, okay. Kale's like, well, I just I just shouted you out and did uh, yeah. this, and he said, nah, all bro. Right, here we go. Let me go do my shtick. Nah, bro, because, uh, yeah, I remember that shit you did to Kofi and us back in the day. You remember when Biggie was gone and you took my place and you jumped Kofi, you turned on him, nigga? You remember that? Remember that? Hmm? 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 Yeah, uh, the wounds still linger a bit, but uh, they still got to feel the power. Sami Zayn also joins the commentary team, and you know it may be some bullshit at the end of this one. Let's see. Dibba dabba. Dibba dabba. He wrestles in his whole entire ROTC outfit. <laughs> and I'll say this, live, though. Live. Hi, old. Well. 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 I remember when I was a basic trainer, I used to get in trouble from laughing so much. It used to be big niggas, like niggas that were 6'5". Like, niggas, when visually you look at them, they look like they could be intimidating, crying like fucking babies because they was afraid of the drill sergeant or as an Air Force, they call them T.I.'s. And I used to get more in trouble for laughing at the shit they said. Hey, I thought the shit was funny. Right. You, you better not be laughing. I am, sir. <laughs> but yeah, um... I'll tell you this, though, about Dibba Dabba. He moves better than Osmosis in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah, he does. 
He had uh, he had his way with Big E until he missed that elbow. Apollo tagged in but got a face plant on the apron. KO gets the tag, senton, and pop-up powerbomb on, on Apollo. Dibba Dabba breaks up the pin, and I guess this is why Beezus was shake-canned. He's got a seven-footer. I'm talking about Vince that moves quicker than him and plus will take a lesser paycheck. Mm-hmm. Big E is took out. Zayn distracted K on the outside, and he almost gets counted out, but he gets back into the ring with the Nigerian nail. Nigerian nail? 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 Y'all gotta see the dance, though. That's what that that's that's, that's what gets you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, he gets hit by the Nigerian nail, and Dibba Dabba gets the gets the win. And picks up the win with Apollo. They ain't enough because KO gets the nail again after the match. And Zane brags about his distraction. And rumor has it, rumor has it, because I was on the internet reading, KO and Zane inside the cell was pitched for the pay-per-view. Yeah. I thought that I mentioned that on our show. But hey, what do we know? What What do we know? This feud made more sense out of all of everything that was considered for the cell because of their storied history. But the bill is everything but creative. Uh, and 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 they fail to capitalize. If this match does happen, cool. But the bill would have been would have made it so much better. Mm-hmm. But in KO, I'll get this out before the raid. KO interrupts the GMs, but they ain't. But they make GM decisions. But GMs don't exist in the WWE. But they is. But they wear suits resembling GMs. But they ain't. Okay, he wants a match with. But Zane. they is. They is. But they ain't. But they ain't though. Yeah. But they eat. But I mean, they park. They park where the GM is supposed to park. Okay, okay. okay. And like they did when they get out of the car, they have like the GM briefcase or whatever they have to go to work. And and if somebody about to get yelled at, it's probably gonna be dumb. If. Vince or Triple H get mad. But I believe it was December. Was but they ain't though, because he said Shane and McMahon's is, man's is said. This was on December. This was in December 2018, if I'm not mistaken. They ain't system. Right. There were no more GMs. No more rematches. But we got rematches. They Rematches were antiquated. No. So they said. No. You don't get. You don't. They ain't. They is, though. But they not. I'm glad we got that figured out. Anyway, these GMs that they ain't uh, granted uh, KO the rematch uh, against Zane. But they is, though. I mean, they, I, they might be. Let's just say that they might be. All right, cool. Bitch, I might be. <laughs> Bitch, I might. <laughs> yeah, the, paper, the match of the pay-per-view was granted. And will it be in hell in a cell, though? I doubt it. I doubt it. Highly doubt it. Missed opportunity. Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin for the crown to determine who... Oh, rate. what's your rating, dude? Um, I'll give it two grams and some... Uh, one, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, some of that shit, it's like, you know, it's it's fire, okay. but something missing. It's like, you know, uh, you know, kind of, it's good, but, you know. I knew what it was. It ain't like. good, but it yeah. is. But it, it ain't good. Yeah. It is, but it ain't. But kinda, maybe. Hold up. Kinda. Maybe. Really? Could have been better. Dibba dabba. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. I, I liked it, but I, you know, it didn't. I wouldn't be talking about it other than, you know, well, we know why they don't got. Braun Strowman no more. That's pretty much the conversation 
That's the main part of the conversation right now. Like, uh, oh my God, he took that all wrong. Nigga, you didn't protect yourself at all. We are watching Hell in a Cell 2017, and the main event, I'm pretty sure, is this Hell in a Cell. And is this the last time? Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. Is this the last time we actually got blood in this match? Because we see Undertaker is bleeding. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is bleeding. Shows how much these two have pull within the company. We're going to do what we want when we want when we want to. I told you I'm going to be busting them up, shut them up, shut them up, bloody them up. How you going to the national? My rating for that last match, uh, that that was a um, that was an ice cold. Let me get a shame. Where is that? (laughs) Ice cold shame. Let me give this one a Bud Light because, eh, you know, that beer is eh, yeah. eh, when it's yeah. cold. You know, I'll drink it, but eh. Yeah. Definitely, this is just a showcase for uh, uh for Commander Z's Dib Dabble. You know what I mean? To get this shit off. But, like, it really, it really told me a whole lot on goddamn, like, man, you have this guy that moves like this. How good will he be when he, when, when he, when he goes on further into his career on SmackDown? Yeah, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin for the crown to determine who is the true king of the ring. King. I didn't even have time. I didn't even have to even write this because this whole thing uh, was in my word bank. Oh, because yeah. they wrestled so many times. I was just hitting, hitting words. <laughs> Boog. Boog is awesome. I love Boog. Yep. I, I love everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, Okay. Yeah, Rick Boogs has took Elias' stick and does it so much better. Your days may be numbered, Elias. Especially when you're dealing with fuck Jackson Riker. And everything he got to do, everything he on my TV screen. So, rumor has it, but they're trying to say that they, uh, somebody says that he's going for the U.S. championship. So, now I can't talk about that neither. I'll be pissed if he fucking beat Sheamus. Anyways, the match, uh, though, and cue that music. Dun, 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 okay. Nakamura Jarrett's. countered the choke slam with a knee and landed several more high knees. Then the Corbin is hit with a Kinshasa. We've got a new king of the ring officially, Shinsuke Nakamura. Rick Booz crowns the king as he takes his seat at the throne. Well, Barry Corbin's turn as a lone wolf, being that he's no longer the king. Jedibites! Jedibites! Yeah, I'm so glad it's finally over with. Yep. Be over with. Just let him be king go all the way with it. Yep. Yep. King of Strong Style. I'm, I'm here good. for it. But good. my good. question is, well, like I said, do you think Baron Corbin comes back? I'm anxious back? to see what we got with Baron Corbin next. Cause I don't Does he come him. back as a lone wolf? To me, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for whatever because I've been impressed. I, I, you know, I've been, I used to not give a fuck about Baron Corbin. But There's like, value in him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I, I feel like someone like Baron Corbin on the indies. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like Baron Corbin now he's been he's been a wrestler this long. You don't be a wrestler this long and don't love it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? I, I get you know you know you might not do the whole Cody Rhodes thing, but I feel like if he was just committed on the indie side of the game, maybe like. Seventy-five percent, man. He'll clean God up. Damn. He'll clean up. They're bleeding, bleeding. He will clean up on that. I mean, because they people just love to hate him. Well, Cody, Cody put out that template that you can do it. I just don't understand how come it's not more that's that's doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it. Like, what is there to be afraid of? I love the WWE. Everything do man. <laughs> EST, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Oh yeah, let me let me rate that last one. Let me give that a uh, yeah, let's give that one a cup of sake. Cup of sake for uh Gaikikan sake at that. For uh Shinsuke getting the crown. Mm-hmm. As he's starting to look at the man in the mirror and he's asking him to change his ways. Mm-hmm. Make that change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Man in the mirror. All right, uh, the EST, the SmackDown Down Women's Champion Bianca Belair in that lovely and I do mean lovely summer outfit hits that ring. I do believe she is indeed a cocoa butter user. Oh yeah. Yes, it no. felt. Mm, yeah, it felt good to uh, Bianca uh, putting Bailey in her place, and at the pay per view, Bailey's championship dreams would be crushed. She could dish it out, but can't take it. And Bianca wants Bailey to come out, but she doesn't. And wow, they kind of rehashed the Beezus and Shane McMahon storyline minus the stupid shit. Right. With the old bully, bully back in and bully, bullies, bully me in the cookie book. Why the fuck? Number bully, never bullies. But my question is, why the fuck is this now going into hell in a cell? What? Yeah. So when I seen that, I mean, when I heard that, I was like, they. They, they bullshit. They, they bullshit, right? They bullshit. They bullshit, right? Why? So is the whole pay-per-view just them going in hell of the sales? Once again. These- like how many how many hell in the cell matches is there total? It's three. Two women's matches and Lashley versus uh Um McIntyre. And potentially, like, I know I think that it may happen, but it's a small... I don't think it's going to happen, though. But I wanted to. KO versus Sami Zayn. That's the only one, to me, that belongs that, in it. That belongs in it. Yep. I mean, I, I get it for the for the world title match. I get it. But it's the hell in a cell, and we said hell a lot. That's why we have to have these matches in the cell. And like I said, the more you have these shits, the less important that they are. Like, I'm looking at this cell right here, right now, and how great it looked as it just being a regular cell. Mm-hmm. Minus the fucking red painted cell. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the, one of the worst ideas ever. But, we're not Vince man, so I guess what he says goes. It's a spy company. Anyway, um, Bailey finally makes it to the ring, and she's serious. Some huddle housing on Smackdown and beyond. Huddle house. Hey! Huddle house. Hey! Uh- house. Hey, 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 h
Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Um, and the announce. Uh, well, actually, uh, yes. Muddle House on SmackDown. And Bianca has Bailey near the announcer's desk, giving her that work until Bailey grabs a ponytail. That's what happens in the Huddle House. In the Huddle House, pulling her into the barricade. Back in the ring, a big boot. Big boot. And then the rose plant. And Bailey stands tall going into the pay-per-view. And I'll say this. I'll choose this, though, over a fucking Charlotte versus Ray Ripley match. In the hell uh, if I have to make a choice, I prefer this one. Goddamn, Lesnar is bleeding. All day, any day. All right. The Chief is in his quarters. And Cuzzo, uh Jimmy, shows up. Sup, nigga? Jimmy thought that what the Chief said about representing family. And he was right about that. They, they blood. Family. And even though... He may not agree with everything. Fuck all that. Where's your brother, uh, nigga? <laughs> Jimmy says he ain't seen them. He's even dropped by the crib and no answer. Jimmy says the chief, if the chief needs him tonight, and the chief says, nope, find your brother, nigga. They need his brother. <laughs> Family is best when complete. The chief will handle this business tonight. Jimmy needs to figure out where the fuck his brother Jay is. Where your brother at, nigga? All right. Otis versus Angelo Dawkins. And uh, you wouldn't even know that this was the same Otis from last year if this was your first time seeing him. I don't like this Otis, but he already had an okay gimmick and Vince stripped him of it all. And once again, I have no problem with this Otis as he and Gable take out Dawkins on the outside with that injured shoulder. This ain't even a match. This is a beating. And Otis with that discus clothesline into a German suplex from, K uh, from Gable. Dawkins needs some help as he lays on the outside for him. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the street profits do not want to smoke anymore. Nah, nah, nah. Phil? I'm glad he, uh, I give this three grams of fire just because <laughs> I'm glad that they're doing something with them. Like, it's been way too long that Gable has not been pushed. Otis has not been pushed. It did not make any sense. These guys, these guys should have been had current title reigns. Please erase the shorty G shit. Please. Or wait from your memory. Yep. Alright, uh, the Friday Night Delight, Caleb Braxton sits down with Cesaro, who says his, damn, I keep on, uh, forget, Coors Light with the Blue Mountains for them making Chad Gable and Otis actually look like some, like, I'm glad that Otis isn't buried, like, let's see where we go with this, uh, I like it, can't help but to like it. Right. The Friday Night Delight, Caleb Braxton sits down with Cesaro, who says his beef with the passive self has went, hasn't went far enough, Pastor tried to end his career, and the pastor shows up... <laughs> In the blue air mattress inspired suit. <laughs> Made of old air mattress material. Right. Yep. Uh, Pasta has a sit down with Cesaro. Or uh, Seth. Uh, so. Pasta says that Cesaro disgusts him and everything Cesaro does is a disgrace. The hell in the cell, Pasta is going to show everyone what Cesaro does deserve when Pasta puts him in his place. Ah, uh, Seth and Cesaro. Uh, Seth. Yes, Cesaro says he was a uh, he was a bold man facing him man to man tonight and respects him and his work in the ring. Cesaro will see him at the pay per view. Then he shoves Pastor out the chair. Ain't that a bitch? That ain't righteous, Ah, uh, Seth. Ah, uh, Seth. Anyway, we get to the we get to the end of this. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Chief Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship in Hell in a Cell. The first time ever shit has ran its course a long time ago, and now the cell is victim to it as well. If you think Chief is losing this match, think again, niggas. Think again. But Ray tried with a steel chair and a couple of fire extinguisher shots to the dome, didn't he? And even a toolbox and a commercial break. This is one of the reasons why I don't like the sale of being on some damn SmackDown commercial break. When have you ever seen a commercial break on hell uh, in a Hell in a Cell match? 
Hmm. Never since it's never been on TV. Well, it, this match, how do you go to a commercial break in a Hell in a Cell match? You got, got advertisers. Man, well, whatever. It's bullshit. Uh, anyway, nothing special anymore when Vince McMahon is in control. And Ray continues with the chair shots to the body. And baseball slides to the... Hey, Eduardo. You actually was right about it this time. He got kicked in the kidney, Holmes. He did get kicked in the kidney. Yeah. Yeah, with the chair mounted into the ropes. The chair is even wrapped around the throat of the chief and ran multiple times into the cell and the ring post. Chief misses the spear going into the table on the outside. Chief easily regains control of the match and even escapes a sunset flip power bomb that catches right in the hair of Karana and is flung into the cell. All right, then is tossed into, well, back from break. Chief reiterates he's ahead of the table and Chief got to get him. You a pappy, but I'm a pappy too, nigga. Acknowledge him, nigga. He beats Ray down and hits the Superman punch. Chief is drop kicked while going for a spear, and the Chief is swung into the ropes. The 619 is countered with a shot to the jaw. Chief goes for the spear, again running into the ring post, and Ray hits the 619. Several chair shots, then a chair is placed on the chest of the Chief. Ray hits a frog splash but hurts himself. Ray is full of adrenaline and hits another one for a near fall. Ray again goes to the top, but Chief catches Ray and his powerbomb to the outside into the fucking cage. Like your son, nigga. And uh, you're going to sleep, little nigga. And before the Chief could really lock it in, Rey Mysterio taps the fuck out. And the Chief retains the Universal Championship. Jimmy comes out after the match, and it looks like he acknowledges the Chief. And Rey uh, Mysterio slowly gets back to his feet, and the Chief locks in the guillotine choke once again. Never question his fucking decisions, little nigga. And by the way, happy Father's Day, little nigga. Um, it's not that he didn't actually get the guillotine all the way in. I think it's going to be a new variation of how he does the guillotine. However he did it, I tapped out. I seen it was different for 20. I said, what are you doing? This isn't the same way. This isn't what This is what we talked about, 420. And he, he locked it in, 420, and I didn't know what to do. I said, hey, before you do this, tap, 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 tapping out, 420. Yeah. I got a mojito waiting for me, 420. It's Father's Day weekend, 420. I don't want to be walking around the house very slow like my son Dominic, 420. He took an ass whooping for 20. Yes, he did. But I also gave the chief ass whooping for 20. Yeah, you did. You did. But you know what happened? He got thrown through a motherfucking. He got thrown like a lawn dart. I did for 20. That did Man, not feel good right, for 20. I said me too for 20. Like, yo, that was probably my favorite part of the match, man. When he got power bump. <laughs> not only did I hit the cage, I, I had to continue to fall for 20. Right. I said, oh, God, Dominic, this is what happened for 20. Right, 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 right. Uh, I mean, great match. I give it, um, well, you know what I give it. I give it mm, five grams of, yeah, I give five grams of commercial break. Only thing that probably fucked it up. I'm getting a seven. One of the better Hell in a Cells I've seen in a while. This is a warm Corona Extra. Because once again, like I said, myself, I I didn't like the fact that this was on television. I don't know what reason it was for, but it happened. Now, match-wise, it was great. It was great. I agree with you as far as the commercial breaks. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it was dope. Um, I guess, uh, I guess we'll do predictions. Surprise, because Spirit, Spirit Smart didn't come back, but I don't want to bring his ass back neither. Fuck that shit. Let's get to these. Uh, what was your, uh, so this was your uh, roach clip? Of course. And as much as I love the, show, uh, the Hell in a Cell match, that, but didn't like it, and I have my reasons why, Kayla Braxton gets my last shot. Okay. So now we're going to get to the predictions of this Hell in a Cell. And let's do it. For 2021. And there's a penalty beer on the line. We tied up last time, which is something different. Will lightning strike again, or will there be a definitive winner and a loser? So, we start off with uh, the WWE Championship match. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Who you got? Lashley. I agree. I agree. Like, we didn't believe in the ah, Luke Harper, Harper, man. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. We're watching a why it's about to jump taker. But, yeah, as I was saying, um, yeah, Bobby Lashley for sure. There's no reason why McIntyre's had. I think, you know, if that what they say is true about them being in talks with Brock Lesnar and them being, uh, it being imminent that, it, that he comes back, then, yeah, this is a title match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Who you got? I have Bianca Belair. All right. Ditto. All right. Moving on. Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Who you got? Uh, I got Rhea Ripley. I'm going to go, just to make it interesting, I'm going with the queen, Charlotte Flair, because I think there's a bigger and better match for her, and a title has to be on the line. I do think so. I think so. Give me Charlotte. All right, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Bliss. Yeah, come on now. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. <laughs> Sami Zayn. I gotta say Zayn gets this one because damn, how many times is he gonna continue to lose? I'm with you on that one. Cesaro versus the passer. Seth Rollins. Who you got? For this to be the blow off and then to move on to something else, give me Cesaro. I got Seth. All right, all right. This is an interesting hell in a cell right here, man. Um, where they can, where they can uh, they find you at? I thought I so much thought when he was carrying them off that he was gonna be the leader of the Wyatt family. Oh, that'd be so home. dope. Mm-hmm. That'd be so dope. Yeah, where can they find you, though, man? Um. You can Google me, bitch. It's NKB420 is only one. NKB420. Mr. 4.0.Man211 on Twitter. Dotman211 on Instagram. Look, look at us. Like us. Share. 
talk about us. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend about our page on Facebook, Hayes Hops and Turnbuckles, as well as join uh, 631 Entertainment because that's also the flagship in, in, in everything that we do. You know, if you know, you know. Join us. We ain't going away. And it has been me, me, and KB420, a.k.a. Fatboy420, a.k.a. Next time this nigga record when I'm saying my name, I'm going to bust his motherfucking head to the motherfucking green meat. Yeah, that's right. It's Pastor White. No, he ain't. He's going to do it again. Like, hey, that shit was dope, man. Dotman211, join us once again for Hell in a Cell review after it's over. On Hayes. Oh. Turnbuckles, nigga. You don't need to finish that shit. Don't you get all that out.